everybody, and welcome to Beyond the Mad, the weekly episodic podcast where we bring you the latest the news, rumors, backstage gossip, everything all in between with the world of professional wrestling. I'm your host, as always, ZM, and this week I am joined by Strata. Hello, hello. And I guess that's it. And we yeah, hello, s- happy to be here uh, once again with the uh, full crew. Yeah, it hasn't ha- been a full crew for the last few weeks, because returning to the show, Alex. Howdy. Uh, Did yeah. you have it last week? No, well, we didn't have it last week because it was the 4th no, of July, show. but yeah. I think the week before you were gone. Yeah, I I don't even remember the details of that anymore. It's The, the details okay. are shady. Yeah. <laughs> All I know... <clears throat> It's two weeks ago, everything was about the Confederate flag, and you were gone. <laughs> Just pointing that out. Uh, why don't we go around the table, and we'll talk about what's been going on for the last few weeks. So I'll go to Strata first. Oh, well, uh, today, as reported on Facebook, uh, one of my family members reported that in my old neighborhood where I used to live, there was a guy, a uh, young guy, walking around with a wooden stick, and... Uh, Asking and ringing on doorbells on the doors, uh, asking for water for some strange reason. And uh, people in my intimate family said, or friends said, like, oh God, that's strange. Uh, For for God's sake, call the police. (laughs) And my mother uh, answered. You were just carrying a stick asking for water? Yeah, it sounded like, I mean, you know, you never know, with a guy walking around with a wooden stick, it's, I mean, almost like a baseball bat, I mean, and, and knocking the doors or ringing the doorbells, I mean, you never know what, what kind of guy you're going to meet, the kind of person, because he could be like a, from a sane asylum or something, I mean, he could beat my old parents down with, <laughs> with, a, with a bat, I mean, isn't that very strange, walking around random with a, with a wooden stick. I mean... <laughs> I would say that's pretty random, but I have seen people shop butt naked. You have? Uh, it's not something I'm proud of, but yeah, no. you, you see some weird shit at 4 o'clock in the morning when you have to stop at the grocery store and there's people butt naked roaming, <laughs> the, roaming the streets, roaming the aisles. It's like, oh God. Why? Because they can. I mean, it, it <laughs> I, bet, I bet Undertaker's one of those guys because he doesn't want to interact with people, so he just goes at four in the morning. And he shows up in his pajamas. No, I was going to say butt naked. I hope not. <laughs> no, he's probably got he's he's got his uh, like a Dallas Cowboy T-shirt on, a pair of jeans, and then he's got his Undertaker hat. <laughs> <laughs> That would, uh... Michelle, give me something to eat. Bong. That would definitely be something. Uh, well, why don't we, uh... Alex, how have you been the last few weeks? Um, I've been drinking. <coughs> uh, that, that, yeah, that explains where you've been the last two weeks. <laughs> no, uh... Uh, I've been alright. I mean, not much. I mean, I got to play Arkham. Arkham something other. Arkham... Night, I beat that. Uh, got Devil May Cry Four Special Edition and some other stuff. Can you can you increase the volume a little bit? I can't hear you. 
Oh yeah, hold on, let me. There's a. I have a button for that. Just. Uh, is this better? Uh. Yeah. Just keep going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, the whole sleep apnea thing is still kind of, uh, like they said, um, I told them, like, okay, so I'm not, like, with sleep apnea, you have events during the night where you're not breathing, and those are, those are going away, like, I'm, I'm not having the events where I'm not breathing at night, but apparently, I'm, I mean, I might not still be getting enough oxygen that a person who's sleeping should, like, they gave me a little pulse meter thing to, to put on my finger. So I look like a fucking, you know, cancer patient when I'm sleeping. I got all this shit on me like I'm about to die. And, uh, but I, you know, if it kills me, I'm going to find out why the fuck my sleep sucks and why I feel tired as hell all day long. I'm I'm fatigued, tired, about to fall asleep, um, unmotivated, unfucking, I have no energy all day long. And they say it has to do with sleep apnea. So I'm going to go see a sleep expert. Because I've, I've had that, you know... Uh, do, do you know if Alex started to cut you off, but I have to ask you about this. Can it... You know, sometimes when you lie in bed and you have your uh, air channels not in the right place, you, if you lie, like, with your head back and your, your throat or neck are bent in a certain way, the airways are not completely in, uh, in check, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That that could be a problem if you have tr- tr- trouble yeah, sleeping. I, I wear a I wear a mask for that. Yeah, you talked about there's a machine that uh, is that the machine when you run on your face and you you can sleep a lot better because you get air in in your. Uh, it sh- it should do that and it's el- it's eliminating some of the problems, but I'm still tired throughout the day. Like um, to to put it. Like this, like people have been worried about how much I sleep for the past, well, forever, especially the last five years or so, because I sleep a lot and I never put much thought into it until this whole thing came up. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I can sleep eight hours, wake up, and try to be awake, and then five minutes later, I'm passing out. And like, yeah, I could drink like three cups of coffee and I'm just ready to pass out, can't even keep my eyes open. It's like, it's ridiculous and I don't. Jesus, come on. If I drink three cups of coffee, I'm like, uh. <laughs> no, I'm getting immune to that shit because it doesn't work. I'm, I'm getting, uh, energy over abundance when I drink three cups of coffee. I'm very energized. There's also the whole thing about, uh. I, I find out a lot of this news secondhand, which is kind of funny. Uh, the whole thing with, uh. Well, yeah, we got, um. What a, uh, everybody everywhere can get married gay. Yep, we discussed yeah. that. I think two weeks ago we discussed that. Yeah, uh, gay. <laughs> Go rainbow. I'm totally fine with that. It I don't. It doesn't bother me whatsoever. I, I don't. I don't give a fuck one way or the other. I don't care. You know, but if you get married, it's not a big deal. Uh, and then there's also the there's they want to get rid of like the Confederate flag and shit. You know, I'm. Only because you have a Confederate flag in your background, I'm curious. What the fuck is all this about? It's a goddamn flag. Uh, well, uh, they they're offended. Well, that's that's what it that's what it comes down to. 
your people get offended and they don't want to see offensiveness. But like all of a sudden, well, like it happened overnight. Yeah, I know. It's just uh, a lot of um, states and governments and whatever you want to call them, they're taking it down out of like official places and and like people can still have them, like, but like you can't have it on like you know in the state courtyard or whatever or the the yeah it's just it's has, weird and confusing and stupid and I don't I mean it's like it, it's been like it, fucking hundred you know that, that flag years since this war come on Alex that flag I mean that that's a, the old remembrance of the old civil war I yeah, mean, from, right. from back back in the 1800s. I mean, it's still it's people still offended by that. It's I mean, been 150 fucking years. It's time. Yeah. it's time to move on. I will use yes. the same excuse that I used on the Southerners that still thought the South were going to rise up again. Get the, get the fuck over it. It's a goddamn flag. It's just get over it. The South lost. You know get how- over it. It's a goddamn flag. Get over it. Let them fly whatever they want. I mean, it would be different if there was, like, lots and lots of people who were just using it for, like, racism. But I would say that's actually a pretty small amount of people. I mean, you got the KKK who, you know, they fly it. They're not giving us a good name. Yeah, they're maybe like, that fat like a motherfucker. But, I mean, generally when you see a Confederate flag on the back of some redneck's truck, they're not, like, racist. They're just a fucking hillbilly. Yeah, you know some, what? You know what? Just some fat guy. <laughs> they're not. They're not going to go beat up black people or anything. They're just some drunk idiot that's having a good time. They have Confederate flags. They're not a. It's not, know, a, bad, it's not a bad flag. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of that movie with Samuel Jackson and uh, Mike. Uh, what's the name? That McConaughey guy during the time. Oh to yeah. Kill. Uh, yeah. And. Just in the beginning, that that rapes that little black girl, and they are drunk and driving around that four RV or a four by four, what's it, Jeep or I'm something. I'm so glad that that flag reminds you of rape. I'm just <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but but the, the whole thing, they want to say that the the Southerners or in I don't know where it was shot in Arkansas or what was it, Mississippi or something. I mean, the old KKK, and they, I mean the old. <laughs> The old shit that's down there. I mean, you know what's interesting is they say, well, it stands for all of these awful things, and it's like, come on, really? I mean, okay, look at what all the shit the American flag has stood for over the years. Oh, don't, don't be saying that, because this this call might be tapped. Uh, <laughs> what, about, what about those fucking Indians? Anybody seen any of those lately? I, God damn, I haven't. What, what it's, what's an Indian? I haven't seen one of those in like 20 years. Ponder this, they guys. They don't casinos here in Arizona. That's all from I mean, th- think of this, guys. I mean, uh, think, of, think of if the South, the South had won this civil war. What do you think would happen? How do you think the states would be today? We would have had a blacker president a lot sooner. <laughs> oh, That's serious. Well, the, okay, the, the first thing you got to realize is, um, for one, the, the Confederate states didn't want to take over. They just wanted independence, so there would be two United, or not United yeah. States. There would be there would there would be a United States of America and a Confederate States of America side by side, and 
as far as that's that's about the only thing I can say for sure that would be around. I, I wouldn't know how everything would have panned out. I hope they would have got over slavery, but uh, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think we're going to go more deep and down in this shit because I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Call. I, I don't know what would have happened if the South won. Again, I think we would have had a black president a lot fucking sooner, and uh, they would have made our government very interesting. <laughs> you can hear Obama at the other end. Oh hell yeah! Oh. So, I mean, there's like there's there's a lot of interesting shit to that. I mean, I mean, I, I didn't always care when I was a kid, but I mean, whenever somebody has to go and insult something, I'll be like, hey, did you know that? You know. Uh, uh, Jefferson Davis had a black son. It's like, what? The president of the CSA? Yeah, he had a black son that he adopted. And the United States took him from him when the war was over. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> that doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's like, this, see, there's more going on than you think is going on. There's, It's not just the... It's not black and white like they want you to believe. It's not just... You, you know, guys, South I, I'm... Evil, America, awesome. You know, guys, I'm a history buff. I mean, I watch a lot of documentaries on YouTube, and uh, there's a dream. I want to visit that little town uh, in Pennsylvania, you know, that the great battle was taking, the three-day battle. Um, I forgot the name now. Uh, Can you help me? Uh, You're asking the wrong guy on this one. God damn it. Uh, What are you talking about exactly? Uh, that the great, uh, the, the, the 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 most memorable battle in the Civil War history that was taking part in the little town in Pennsylvania. Uh, Shit, that could be anywhere. Uh, fuck it. Uh, anyhow, uh, they're, they're, the whole town is like a history. Everything is history there. Uh, I mean, uh, they have museums. They have the battlefields. I mean, it's. Abraham Lincoln said, it's sacred land, for instance, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I wanted to visit that. It's beyond, it's beyond sacred land. But remember a couple weeks ago when the whole Game Airs thing passed, I yeah. says I was waiting for the fallout. I was waiting to see how long until someone pisses me off. And, well, it didn't take very long. <laughs> I started seeing posts on Facebook, because, you know, that's the place that I need to be. Uh, of all these Christian groups going, this is the only flag that I now will defend because this country has failed me, and it's the Christian flag. I roll my fucking eyes and go, you know, fuck you people. You know, and I'm not saying if you're Christian you feel that way or that that's whatever, but if you're going to sit there and yeah. denounce your government and, you know, start saying that, you know, this, that, and the other, it's like, then you need to leave. You yeah, know. I remember. I remember the name of the town now, Gettysburg. Get, okay, yeah, Gettysburg. Yeah, does. I want to visit that place for some reason. You know, uh, there, there was something in the papers not long ago here that <laughs> the prime minister of Sweden and I think there's another high official post in some other country are afraid that Obama is tapping the phones <laughs> to listen hey, in. What hey, we're Obama, talking about. hey, fuck you! No. Well, Look. He believes that he's tapping the phones. He's been tapping the phones, people. It's yeah. It's no surprise. If you ever call on the, if you ever on the phone, and you hear. It yeah, you're being tapped. Yeah. You know, but I'm not jaded or anything. I'm just telling you mm. how the government works. No, you, you're uh, not a jaded guy. 
You're not a dirty guy. No, I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth, and if you don't like it, you know, not in my America. Uh, the other big thing that's going on is, and Strada was asking me this earlier today, uh, if the gay marriage thing is a hot-button topic. Uh, no. Uh, those of you that uh, saw me earlier on Tuesday, I think is when this story broke out, uh, the slogan for Subway is, Eat Fresh. Uh, the... <laughs> I know where you're going with the, uh The spokesman of Subway, a.k.a. Jared Fogel, his house was raided by the FBI for child porn. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> Son of a bitch. First thing it's, I it's, said was, well, the slogan is eat fresh. He was just doing what Subway told him. <laughs> um, eat while... <laughs> The sad part is, I wanted Subway after I saw that message. I go, I'm still going to Subway and get me a goddamn footlong. Oh, so, God, that just sounds wrong. <laughs> yeah, but if you're, if you're at Subway, I want a lamb sandwich. I actually, I actually had that. You know, lamb, young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? It wasn't, isn't Subway a partner for WWE? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. McMahon, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, don't you remember that episode? They had Jared on the show, and he gave Ryback two submarine sandwiches. Cause he, yeah, that was. I remember that. That's yeah. Funny. Do you want Ryback? Do you want to come home with me and watch some of my pictures? Um. Now my- again, we don't know for sure. No. Yeah, they say it was probably. Or what I keep hearing is that it was somebody that was part of his organization. Well, I know they arrested like the head of his organization, but that was two months ago. Now they're kicking down the doors going after Jared. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's Jared Fogle. What the hell? So, Isn't he like a beloved guy or something? I wouldn't say he's beloved, but he's like white He's like white bread. Yeah. You, you can't boo him, but you're not no. going to cheer him either. Okay. You know, and, and it's he's like, you, you, go, you go, that guy is a, into child pornography? No, get the fuck no. out of here. Get, give me my fucking sub to go, please. <laughs> So, yeah, that's why we haven't been talking about gay rights anymore, because, well, Jared Bogle in Subway decided to, uh... I mean, think he's... Okay, okay, let's point on this. If he's busted with child pornography on his computer, think of all the partners, I mean, he has signed the sponsors with, I mean, different, I mean, if, let's say, WWE or uh, sports... Subway already pulled him. Subway already pulled them. They said, you're no longer our representative until this whole case blows over. Um, so he's already lost the Subway contract, which... Mm. And here's the problem I have. Um, until they find out, even if they find out, oh, no, he's completely innocent. You know, he's he's a clean-cut guy. He's innocent. He has nothing to do with child pornography whatsoever. He's, his life is pretty much ruined. Yeah. Way. His life yeah, is not over. His wife and kids, I mean, his wife is going to leave him, apparently, or wow. it's going to be a divorce. I mean, only, his the, life only is the, in the closest people to him are going to continue to probably associate with him and believe him, even after. I mean, that's just how it goes. I mean, whether, you, whether you're innocent or not, I mean, you can be innocent as the fucking sunshine. It's, it's going to be like... It's going to be, on, it's gonna be every, whenever anybody thinks of your name, they're going to think of that. Yeah, it's almost instant. It's like if um, you name your kid Hitler or Adolf. <laughs> yeah, Adolf. Oh, he's a good kid. Yeah, he's a great kid. But goddamn, he, he reminds me of I Adolf. I think it's the line well, King. 
Yeah, you just you just can't win. So, wait a minute. Are you eating a sandwich? Is it a sub? No, it's crunchy. There's no meat. Okay. In. I was thinking you're eating a subway right now, just to. <laughs> God, I, I, have, I had one last night. That's pretty. Uh, that's where we went. That's pretty good. I, I, I gotta ask you. I never eat at Subway before, but uh, are they their sub subs? Are they very like they're doing with the all that eat healthy and stuff? Here's or, the thing. That's how Jared lost all the weight. Was okay. What? There. Here's the thing. Um, Subway convinced you to eat an entire loaf of bread as a wow. meal. Shit. It's a foot long fucking sub. Yeah, I, I, I eat a sub. Carbs are bad, yet Jared still <laughs> lost the weight. Hmm. Maybe carbs are good. <laughs> I mean, he lost, fuck, he was like 450 pounds. Yeah, he was a big guy. And he All lost right. like 200 plus. Yeah, and, but he said it, in the commercial he that he... He didn't just eat at Subway, he also walked. Yeah, he walked through the Subway and then he ate like a sub. He couldn't fit and then the he walked home. And he did that the next day and... So he got exercise between walking to the subway shop to to eat. <laughs> what pisses me off is when you go to Subway, and it's like this with any fast food restaurant, but yeah. you, see, you watch TV and you see, oh my god, that sub looks awesome. You go to Subway, here you go, the fuck is this? <laughs> it's your sub. It looks nothing like the fucking picture. No. Looks like you took all the meat and the cheese and you smushed it and you sat on it. And then you give it... Get the fuck out of here. Make me a... Yeah, it always looks better on the commercial for some reason. It looks very... It looks good for your eyes. I mean, you, you're like, wow. Uh, I mean, that's the, like... They have the... What was it? The meatball sub. If you, I think. Is it meatball marinara? Those of you that ever eat the meatball marinara, you're either going to love it or hate it. But... Okay. Again, that's what's been going on in the news over here in the fucking States. It has been... Nothing but Subway, child porn, and Jared Fogle. It has been just, just absolutely ballistic. And then you say, what about gay rights? No, fuck it. That's so yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Now it's pornography. Go, go fuck yeah. your brother. I don't care. Just We're talking about Jared Fogle now. <laughs> Jared Fogle, Subway, child pornography, the sudden flag. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, and and I think it's Shark Week too. So I, I have no idea. Ah, damn, uh, have you heard about all them sharks? Jesus! Damn, so many <laughs> shark attacks. So people keep getting in the water. Is it like Jaws? I mean, we're the big shark. Sharknado like, Three is coming out. I says, how the fuck did they do Sharknado Three? How the hell did they even do a Sharknado Two? It's absolutely ridiculous and. Oh, shit. It's like, don't go in the water. Don't buy fish, because the fish might kill you. It's a goldfish. It can kill you. Jaws and shit. You, you know, uh, Alex, I got to ask you about... I had the games... Uh, this. I had the Devil May Cry games for PlayStation 2. I think it was the 1 and 2. And I loved them. It, it, it reminded me, like, of Castlevania, for some reason. A, a resemblance of it. But not entirely. And I, I, never, I never played the games on PS3... How how is the Devil May Cry on PS3? Well, uh, part three was on PS2, and it's probably oh. the best one. Uh huh. It's a prequel to the first game, and uh, so uh, you'll you'll get to know everybody a little better. It's uh, mm -hmm. it's easily the best. I mean, they yeah. they put in They're way more work into it, and. Um, 
Yeah, and I, I'm I'm waiting for the Uncharted, the new Uncharted for A Thief's End. Did anybody watch E3? Uh, yes, I did. I go, um, here's the funny, I had a friend who was doing live coverage of it, basically he was watching it online. Did you lose his shit? Well, <laughs> yeah. I says, okay, give me a rundown of E3. He says, okay, Xbox, buy our stuff, please. Please buy our stuff. PlayStation, uh, the Sony one. We're remaking Final Fantasy VII. And and we've got Shinmue Three and The Last Guardian. It's like they just came out with everything that they said that was never going to happen all of a sudden. Yeah, and they, they just came out. And I go, all right, what about Nintendo? Nintendo walked down they said, Star Fox. Then they put the microphone down and that was it. <laughs> I says, well, shit. Is Nintendo going at the bar of the totem pole for some reason? No, they already know. They already fucking know. They just have to walk out and go, New Zelda. That's it. We got them. New Star Fox. We got them. They didn't do nearly as well this year as they have, but that's just because they're saving a lot of their shit, I believe. They've got that whole... There's the whole Nintendo NX thing, which is their new console or possible portable system, I don't know, it's not really, we don't know yet, but they're coming out with something new, and um, they're kind of holding back everything and trying to find a good time to mention this new stuff, which, you know, they they had the Metroid game that everybody was pissed about wasn't a real Metroid. Um, I thought it was alright, I mean... Uh, I, I don't care one way or the other. I'm not a Metroid guy, but um, I remember Reggie. Reggie said, "Hey, look, have we fucked up before? Come on, guys, guys, have some faith in us. Look, you, you thought, look, when Wind Waker came out, when we, when we saw Wind Waker, everybody fucking shat their pants because they were so fucking angry at how gay and cartoony it looked. But you know what? Now it's one of the most beloved games of all time. Yeah, all of a sudden. Because it came out in HD. I'm like, oh, fuck you people. You didn't like it ten years ago. Now you like it all of a sudden? Fuck off. When it's remastered and in HD. Well, I mean, like, seriously, though, it is... They added, like, three colors. (laughs) They did. (laughs) It was a very beloved game, regardless. I mean, and, and a lot of people thought it would suck because of how it looked. And it ended up being a pretty good game. My, my favorite no. Zelda game, uh, sorry to cut you off, but again, but my favorite game was on SNES, uh, uh, Link to the Past. I still love that game. Why the hell made that? I have no fucking idea. Anyway, continue, okay. Alex. I was going to say, Reggie said, look, when, when Wind Waker came out, or when Wind Waker was announced, everybody looked at it and was like, well, this looks stupid. Look how cartoony and, and, and loser yeah. and ugly and she- and, oh my god, I don't want to play this. I think the problem with it was because you had PS2 and Xbox that were coming out with, like, Call of Duty 37, and, you know, all their games looked real, and the Zelda game looked like a fucking cartoon, and no one wanted yeah, to, At that time, nobody wanted to play it. Ten years later, that's all they want now. The more realistic it looks, the worse they want it. But it's the, weird. The thing, the thing was, is Reggie was basically making his point that... You initially saw it, you didn't want it. When it came out, you actually liked it, you realized it was good. So, hey, just trust us, we know what we're doing. You may think what we're doing is stupid when you look at it, but wait, when it comes out, you're going to like it. So. Basically, again, from what I heard, 
All they did was walk out and go Star Fox, and they walked out. It's kind of like if um, you open Monday Night Raw, you don't give a shit who's going to be on so long as Vince McMahon comes out and goes, Daniel Bryan is here. That's it. <laughs> That's all you fucking need. Just say a fan favorite and the people are hooked. Yeah. Bryan's here. Yeah, all right. Best Raw ever. <laughs> Talk about that. Let's. Yeah, let's. Why don't we get into the news, the news of the week? Ah, wow. Ah. One, on a recent installment of Roddy Roddy Piper's podcast, the WWE Hall of Famer mentioned that the comedian Will Sasso did an an impression of Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he believes that impression did not go over with the rattlesnake. Piper said that the podcast episode was only up for six hours before it was pulled from Podcast One during the said podcast. Sasso talked about why he, playing Stone Cold Steve Austin, no-showed WrestleMania 31. Piper noted that he was fired of the content because of the content of the last podcast. It'll be interesting to see if Austin addresses it on Tuesday or Thursday's podcast on the episode, which he did. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Ric Flair brought up the topic of Roddy Piper requesting to be released from his Podcast One contract on the latest Woohoo Nation podcast. They all have podcasts now. Every single yeah, fucking one. Every wrestler has a podcast. Waiting for Bray Wyatt to have one. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's gonna be special. Oh, man, we're gonna have a great guest for you tonight, man. <laughs> gonna have my brother Bo Dallas, man. Yeah, when we get to, to Bray Wyatt, I'm telling you, the timing of WWE storylines can almost fucking precede Socrates and his wisdom. Uh, as noted yesterday, the speculation from Piper said that Austin had him fired after some comments were made by Piper's co-host, Will Sasser, in a recent episode of his podcast, blah, 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 blah. Austin shot down these comments. Flair noted that WWE took away Piper's Legends contract as a result of the rumored issues with Austin. Roddy Piper continues to add fuel to the fire with his online war with Austin as Piper has been retweeting negative posts about Steve Austin, including comments which suggest Austin was behind Piper being released from his WWE Legends deal. Now, if my last name was Meltzer, I would say that this was a work and they're going to wrestle at WrestleMania 32 in a Texas (laughs) death match. Um, But I'm not someone that makes shit up on the fly, so I'm not going to say that. I have no idea what the hell is going on. All I know is that Roddy Piper no longer has a Legends contract with WWE. His podcast was pulled, revoked, and then put back on. I don't think he works for Podcast One anymore. And Stone Cold mentioned on, it was Tuesday's podcast. I just happened to catch it last night. He said, uh, you know, I've got no animosity towards Piper. He did the podcast with Sasso. And that was like two, three months ago when I heard it, or when I heard it at the time, I didn't like it, and blah, 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 and, you know, there were certain things I didn't want on the internet. He had nothing to do with Roddy Piper being fired or losing his podcast or anything. Austin says, I had nothing to do with it. I just didn't like what they did and just kind of left it at that. So, Roddy Piper and stone cold having like an online battle and austin's not even really fighting he's just kind of rolling his eyes 
did Austin have this on his uh, Unleashed podcast or the family friendly version? I, I couldn't tell you which one it was. Um, uh, I, I think that's the, the family friendly version is on Tuesdays, and it's a Unleashed Everything Flies is on Thursdays. So. Whichever one it is, I know I heard it last night, and it just happened to it went was from a, a source. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Piper and Austin are feuding online or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it will be a Texas Death Match online. <clears throat> yeah, perhaps. Uh, perhaps. Uh, let's we'll move. That's the top story. Move on. That's the top story of the week because really nothing else happened. But we do have some more bits here. There are some reports that a fan accidentally got hit by a piece of the car that Brock Lesnar tossed during Raw. Here's he the footage. Did. We don't have the footage here, folks, because it's a podcast, so we can't show you the footage. But the footage is online. You can check it out on YouTube. And the fan did get hit. Now, I know there are so many news outlets that were freaking out over this, saying, Oh, my God, Brock Lesnar killed someone with a car door. (laughs) I'm like, no, he did not kill anybody with a car door. And, you know, the 12th commandment is, in the presence of Brock, duck, um, the fan was fine. He refused medical attention, and everything is cool. So, chill the fuck out. What what, what the fuck did Brock Lesnar, did did he, like... Do the big show thing with the with the car and lift the car or push the car over. You didn't watch or... Raw then? No, I didn't watch Raw. He oh, because... well. Tore off the car and then threw it. Just it sailed through the air and like a piece of it went into the audience. <laughs> yeah, for those who've not about seen Raw, Brock Lesnar. And we'll get to this when we get to Raw. He grabbed okay, the Raw later. He then, grabbed so. the door of a Cadillac. Those are not light, ladies and gentlemen. And threw it like 30 feet into the crowd. <laughs> was that car belonged to uh, Tyler Black? Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> not so I was wondering if that was Seth Rollins' Cadillac. Well, it ain't anymore. Now. It ain't anymore. <laughs> An axe handle. Uh, so yeah, the fan incident, yeah, it happened. No charges are pressed. Kid is fine. Knock it off. Why, is they, why, why are they always going to harp on the wrestlers when some, they're doing on the television show? I mean, when they're there, they're in the play. They have to be aware of what's happening. Even if it's a I'm price, sure he was be... aware of what was happening. I just probably... If I was that kid, I would be sitting there going, Oh, he's going to throw it. Holy shit, that's getting awfully close to me. I, I pretty duck. I, I'm what part do you not duck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what part... You know, it's like a fly metal is coming at you at a baseball game. Do you duck or try to catch it? You remember remember that fucking fan that tried to sue Triple H and The Rock like 10 years after they went in first row and they fell down on him. And then 10 years after, he filed a suit against them for yeah, money. They, they lost that one. Oh, yeah. It's like, prove it. Uh, I don't have the video, I mean, but I have to... I mean, do you, do, you, do you understand what I'm talking about? They're so fucking stupid sometimes, so... Oh. If this kid got seriously jacked up, you know, his head got taken off or his eye was missing or the door, like, smashed him in the face, then there would be a suit. But I think it just barely touched him, and he refused medical attention. Therefore, story's over. So anyone who hears anything, mm. stop. I Brock Lesnar apologized to him after the show backstage and gave him a shirt or something. I'm sure Brock Lesnar didn't give a damn, to be honest. <laughs> 
it's like whatever. I would do that if I was Brock Lesnar. I mean, well, can I man, speak thou shalt duck in the in the face of the beast. <laughs> thou shalt duck. Uh, regarding last year's Wrestle- next year's WrestleMania 32, McMahon has already six possible matches in his head for the event. Six? Well, shit, that's most of the card right there. While we don't know all the specifics yet, Brian isn't figured into the plans because there's no telling of when he'll be able to wrestle. In regards to fans wanting to see Sting versus Taker at the event, those plans are not on the table. Vince is reporting... Reportingly negative on the idea of the match happening. As far as things stand with WWE, Sting is not yet retired, and there are plans for him, so it's not like WrestleMania was a one-and-done thing. Sting is also a possibility for the 2016 Hall of Fame. John Cena's match is said to almost be a lock, but we have no idea who his opponent is going to be yet. That that should be Cena versus Taker. Maybe. Uh, the featured main event for the show will either be The Rock and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie. Why? Or <laughs> two singles, or just The Rock versus Triple H. The plans for Lesnar are still up in the air, but this match is also figured in. WWE is protecting Lesnar ever since Triple H beat him, so Reigns defeating Lesnar would be the ultimate win to help kick him off Reigns as the top superstar on paper. Um. Okay, a couple things here. Um, I'm not sure if I'm interested in The Rock and Triple H at WrestleMania only because it's The Rock and Triple H. Yeah, I know. You, you, you people can sit there and tell me I don't know the business and, you know, I should be happy that we're going to see that. Okay, yeah, sure. Then put Hogan and Flair in there. Oh, that's right. You're not going to because, you know... That's the problem I have. I don't see... Hogan said he's going to wrestle, but, you know, that's Hogan talking. Yeah, that's just Hogan talking. If if Hogan does anything in the ring, I mean, take a bump or... He'll die. Yeah. Um, uh, Here's my thing. I don't think the story is The Rock and Triple H. I don't even think the story is The Rock and Stephanie. I just think the story is, is Ronda going to sign with WWE? That's the real story that everyone is actually... Do you think Dana White will uh, have something to say with this? Here's the thing. I don't know how the UFC contracts work, but I think Ronda is the type of person that if she wants to go do something, you're not going to tell her no. Or she'll beat your ass. I don't think she'll beat his ass, but I don't think... um, Again, I I don't know. No, I don't want to try her. I wouldn't want to try here either. Um, the rumor <laughs> that I heard is it's going to be Cena possibly versus Devitt, uh, Balor. Wow. That's... By the way, well, um, are we going to talk about the... Oh, yes, we are. Oh, yes, we will. Yeah, we definitely will. A weird hey, card. I have, I have some disappointment to talk about, but I'll hold on to it. <laughs> You go ahead and hold on to that. The the rumor I heard for Lesnar is it's probably might be Joe. <laughs> Samoa Joe. That's what I heard. I, I don't oh, know. Oh God, that would uh, be fucking awesome. But now, if it's Cena versus Balor, I, that could be all right. Um, considering that by that point, uh, what's his name? Owen should have the U.S. title by then. We think. Um. Yeah, or, we need the battleground or it'll be Lesnar versus Owens, and that'll be the quintessential. Oh, oh my God! Holy shit! Fuller. 
that that would. Can, that would I, I want to say this. Can you imagine the promos? I mean, uh, Heyman and Owens getting at each other on the on the mic. That is a money match, but they have Samoa Joe now. So I, again, I heard so many things going forward, and it's kind of funny that I heard Cena, Lesnar. Owens and Joe are the four that kept coming up in conversation, so I wonder if those are your key players at WrestleMania. So it's are... place in Texas, which is weird because, again, Taker, what, mm-hmm. you know, what's he going to do? He's going to sit on a... I think he's going to do a Jeff Jarrett thing. I think he's going to sing or something. God, I hope <laughs> not. No. <laughs> I would like to see. I mean, I've been ranting about this. Wouldn't it be nice to see Cena versus Taker at WrestleMania? That versus- would be nice, but I think they they blew that opportunity. I think they did. I think the minute that Brock Lesnar beat Taker, he no longer became special. And I uh-huh. hate to say that. I really, I really hate to say that. And I'm a huge Taker mark, but now and and this is a general consensus from everybody. So don't sit there and. Pass judgment on me and say, "Oh no, you never were." Take your fingers; the streak is over. There is no more mystique. You know what I mean? The the streak is over. So the now, is gone. so now it's a matter of well, if he fights Bray Wyatt, what's the story? Will he beat mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt? Well, what's the story? Bray's still around. Taker, you know what I mean? It, it's not special anymore. It just becomes the Taker match, which is its own separate attraction. But I think if he still had the streak, it'd be more of an attraction with the Cena thing they could have easily especially if they were going to strip Cena of the belt and make him US champion I'm not saying have Taker go up against Cena for the US title (laughs) but I'm just saying that would be one of your matches and Cena versus Undertaker or hell John Cena can say it's an open challenge bong (laughs) yeah too great and that was it. You don't have to do any more. You don't have to do a promo. It's already done. And I think that's the direction they could have gone, but I think now that... You don't see Cena's mystery opponent at WrestleMania. I think they have other plans for Cena. I don't think they want Cena to fight Taker, and if they if they do, it has to be this year. Yeah, because... But then the story Taker. is... But then what happens? If Cena beats Taker, then where, does Taker, where does Taker go from here? If Taker beats Cena... Uh, whatever, I'll just show up on Raw. If Cena beats Taker, I'll kill myself. <laughs> oh, no. That's all there is to it. You, hear you don't want to have a threat. that WWE, I have a gun to my head right now. <laughs> I, won't, I won't kill myself, but I'll think about it. <laughs> you, you, you can always put up the good old sign. If Cena wins, we riot. Yeah, if Cena wins, we complain on the internet. Online, yeah. yeah, we'll complain. Uh, so yeah, WrestleMania 32, they have plans, but they don't know what the fuck they are, so <laughs> that should be interesting. Here's something, uh, damn, PW Insider reports that Charlotte and Sasha Banks. Yeah, this took me by surprise, and I'll tell you why, his, this, this is the funny thing. PW Insider reports that Charlotte and Sasha Banks are expected to make their official main roster debut at next month's SummerSlam event. And side with Paige, take on the Team Bellas, Alicia Fox, Bree, and Nikki Bella. Thank fucking God. There's a lot of talk of possibly calling up Bailey. Don't do it. To the main roster as well. However, she's currently dealing with a broken hand, and yes. that could delay her chances. Okay, 
I am so happy for this. I am so freaking happy that this is happening. Charlotte and Sasha are getting called to the main roster, which is weird because one's a heel. Um, I'll tell you what it is. Charlotte just got her first action figure. They now have a Charlotte action figure, and Mattel made it. Holy shit. That, that's what's going on. They're like, well, you know, we did just give her an action figure. I think it's time to call her up. And I wonder how the proud papa is feeling for that. Uh, Rick is over the moon for her. I mean, I mean, remember when he did that sh- thing backstage when he, oh, my, my baby's done it. She got up, blah, 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 blah. He cried all over the place, you know. It was right. And then it was, and it was bleeding, too. Yeah, and it was, woo. <laughs> he did a play job. But yeah. awesome. Finally, we're going to see Charlotte Flair and, and Sasha get in there. Finally, some wrestling. I don't know if we're going to see wrestling, but, you know, at least we're doing something with the Divas. Finally, the Bellas are going to get their asses kicked because I am at that point, and maybe it's, maybe it's a good thing, but every time I see the Bellas, I look for something to punch. You, you, you're, you're with me now. You, you hate them so much, you want to punch for a wall. Well, I think it's, I don't know if it's, if it's anger because they're good heels or if it's anger that I just don't want to see them. I don't know which one it is yet. Can be can be either of them. It could be both. Well, I, well, I wanted to. I mean, be- you could you could be angry. Let's say you could be angry because they're doing such a great job to make you so fucking mad that you want punch roll, but you want the baby face to fucking beat them up. But again, here's part of the problem. One of them is married to Daniel Bryan. You yeah, but can't, yeah, like you can't boo him. You can't boo him. My quota. You can't boo her. So. That's why I think I get upset because it's like I can't boo Brie because she's not a cunt like Nikki. So, yeah, but you know the story. I, I mean, either Raw she's a heel, or either Raw when when high span is injured, blah blah blah, migraines, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. Feel sorry for you know. There's gonna be a storyline where they, you know, she stabs and slits the throat of a fucking fetus, and you know they're booing her like, oh Daniel Bryan and his his neck. And then they forgive her again. It's like I mean, the only thing we need to do her if if she does something to to Danielson on camera. I mean, slap him or kick him in the balls. You know what I think it is? I'm upset that they did they did something edgy with the Bellas. They made me interested in the Bellas at Survivor Series, and then they fucked it up when they made Brie her slave. The first thing I would have said is, "You have to divorce Brian." Yeah, that's the ultimate. It's concept. kayfabe, people. Come on, get, get, yeah. not, she's not really gonna divorce her, but there. No, no. And then just go from there. Just go from there. And they did nothing with that storyline. And like in two weeks, Bree's a heel all of a sudden. It's like, what the I hell? I actually have something to say about that. Um, go right ahead. Bree and Nikki actually mentioned at some kind of uh, con, some kind of wrestling, so, some kind of get together, and it, they actually Comic mentioned con. that story was supposed to go somewhere. But the writers told them to just drop it. They said they they were ready, they were willing, and then the writers just came to them and went, "Hey, you remember how you hated your sister? Just act like nothing happened." <laughs> Typical. That's drop exactly the ball. What they told the Bellas, and they're like, "They dropped the ball. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just act like nothing happened." Yeah, it's a typical That's WWE writer. Drop the ball. So I was I was actually <laughs> it was interesting to hear that from the Bellas. Even the Bellas are like, "What the fuck." And I can't be mad at the Bellas, but I'm angry that, again, they had potential to do something dynamic. 
and they just threw it away. <laughs> How come the writers not figure something out? I, I don't understand that. I don't. I don't get it. I hold my head and go, "What are they doing up there?" Triple H, once he gets in power, he needs to fire the whole creative team and get a creative team that understands pro fucking wrestling. <sighs> right now, the creative team is dying. I mean, oh, yeah, or have two writers that they had back in the days. One head writer and one writer. And I know everyone's saying they just need to get rid of Vince. No. No. No, they don't, because they don't. Uh, this is a big brain scratcher here. I read this report three times, and I think I had a blackout. <laughs> I don't know. I know there's a span of like an hour where I don't remember anything. You mean Stardust? Stardust. Yeah. It was backstage at Monday's Raw. However, WWE decided not to use him. The belief is that WWE isn't ready to turn Stardust babyface at the moment. And, and, due to the, and due to the fact that his father just passed away and people probably won't want to boo him, they are waiting to bring him back to television. You have to turn him to Cody Rhodes, damn it. I read that three times. Cody and I know I had a blackout because from like 105 to 206, I like don't remember what happened. How do they plan on bringing Stardust back to television and not expect him to be cheered? They know who he is. Even Very the, well. Even the children that are just now getting into wrestling know who Stardust really is. WWE has already fucking acknowledged that the fans are smarter and they're not going to treat us like idiots most of the time. (laughs) They know who Stardust is. Outside of Stardust burning down an orphanage and killing kittens, there is nothing you can do to make the fans boo him because his dad died. He is automatically a fucking face. Even if Cody Rhodes, a.k.a. Stardust, a.k.a. Dashing, a.k.a. every fucking persona he's had, came down on the ring and said, Thank God Dusty Rhodes is dead. Now I can drop my fucking name and I can actually wrestle out of my father's shadow. If he cut a scathing Dusty Rhodes promo that made the entire world pissed off at him. By the end of the promo, people would still be cheering him because they A, they know it's a work, and B, it's Cody fucking Rhodes. Just bring him back to the fucking roster already. That's Cody Rhodes. Bring him as anything. I don't care. Stardust, Cody Rhodes, Dashing Cody Rhodes, uh, Victor Von Rhodes, Mustache I don't care. He's He's gonna get cheered. It's it's only it, yeah they could, you can have him as blue blazer. Well, I, I, no, no. <laughs> I can't. I read that and I go, they can't be that stupid. They cannot be that stupid to not see. It's too late. Dusty well, is, that, Dusty is dead. Yeah, yeah, he's coming back. Cody's coming back as a face, whether he wants to or not. Why does WWE creative or WWE officials think that the fans or remar- that we are, or we are stupid and do not understand? I don't think they think we're stupid. I just think they think that we're smarter than we need to be, so they have to be smarter than us. When in actuality, again, his dad died. 
He's coming back. People are going to cheer him out of yeah, respect. Yeah, they're going to so, chant Cody. They're going to chant Cody. They're going to chant Cody. They're going to chant Dusty. They're going to chant every name they can. He's going. He's going to be a face, even if he comes back as a heel. People are still going to cheer him. So just throw him out there. Have him job to Bo Dallas or something, and you know, take two or three weeks. Have him go back to Cody, and then that's it. You know, it's why is it so hard? It, it's not hard. Just put Goldust out. Put Stardust out there. Have him wrestle. Let the fans react how they want. And by SummerSlam, make him a face again. It's not that fucking hard. Yeah, you can even but have you, Bo you, Dallas yeah, yeah. come out and cut a promo and say, you know, maybe one day you can be just as good as your father, so long as you believe. There you go. There's a program right there. Exactly. And I'm not a jaded fuck. I'm just saying, if they had Stardust and they're afraid to use them, why? Only positive things could happen. Nothing negative can come from it. They like him. Yeah. It's like if they said, well, we don't want to turn Stone Cold face. Well, too fucking bad. It's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. Fucking use your talent. Jesus Christ. I, I, I don't get it. And, and I know there's going to be someone listening to the show just shaking their head going, oh, DM, you're a jaded fuck. No, I'm not. This is Cody fucking Rhodes. How do you not cheer him or get some fucking reaction? Yeah, because the because the crowd likes him organically. Yeah, it's like Ziggler; he's automatically cheered. So yeah, Lucha Underground. Yeah, I, I don't get. It. Let's get on to some better news here because Lord knows they don't know what to do with fucking Stardust. Lucha Underground producer Eric Van Wagenen. Eric Van Wagenen. It's 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 Dutch. It's. It's Dutch, okay. Van Wegenen. Yeah, it, it's hard to pronounce. I mean, I can pronounce it's part of the third. It's part of the Third Reich. Appeared on the last installment of the Steve Austin Unleashed podcast and spoke about the future of the promotion, and here's what he had to say about the second season. <clears throat> El Rey has absolutely wants us back. They're giving us an offer on the table, and they want us back 40 more episodes. We'd love to have you starting to air in October if we want you back. Now what we're trying to do as an organization is we're trying to maintain this certain level of production value. There's an amount of money that LRA is giving us, and then there's this amount of money that we need to spend in order to keep the same level of quality that we've established. It's a high production value. We put a lot of emphasis on the production value. We don't cut any corners. So now what we're doing is myself, and the other L Ray executives and the investors and Mark Burnett. Yeah, Mark probably Burnett. the biggest backer in this whole thing. <laughs> and the people who work at the United Artists Media Group, who are the second biggest backers of this whole thing, there is a combined effort to bridge that gap between the money L Ray is giving us and the money that we need. All options are on the table. Whether that's Netflix, iTunes, a secondary broadcast partner, or DVD sales, merchandise, you name it, everything is on the table. The money guys are trying to close that gap, and once we have that gap closed, we're announcing. So, there will be a season two of Lucha Underground, yay. Um, it's just a, it's just a money issue now. Just, they gotta get enough money to, to make the production quality they, they need more guys like Mark Burnett to put money in the on, in the hole. Well, I don't think they need more money. I think it's a matter of okay, we spent a hundred million dollars on this show. We need a hundred million and one to continue. Okay. 
One dollar more. I mean, one, you know, something to that effect, where it's like, well, you can't give us half and then expect the same results. That's not how it works. Thriving companies don't cut corners to make money. They spend money to make money. So, I mean, Lucha Underground, uh, sorry to cut you off the end, but Lucha Underground had got, I mean, I've seen all the first season, and I mean, they got thumbs up from everyone. They got endorsed everywhere. Everybody, I mean, 90% of the wrestling audience likes Lucha Underground because, because there's so much wrestling right now we can choose from. So, uh, in 2015. So, uh, Lucha Underground is one of the promotions that are very well liked, I heard. And it's weird because it's pre-taped, but again... Yeah, you know, if, but, but anyhow, they like it. I don't think it harms the business, but I don't think it really benefits it much either, but it does give everyone a taste of something else. Because it's not like TNA is doing anything. It's no. not like GFW is really going to do much. Jared, um, Jared. It's not like ROH... I, I heard that. I heard yeah, they're flippy flippy. I, I heard ROH is supposed to get another TV deal or something big, but I don't think ROH is the company. And and I know I said this about three years ago that I couldn't wait for ROH to get on mainstream TV. And after looking at it, it's like you know I don't think they're a competition to WWE because they're a very niche market. And I think having enough niche markets will help the product rather than, well, shit, that's the product I want to watch because, you know, grr and shit. So, but awesome. I, mean, yeah, I don't think going to Netflix is going to be the answer, though. I don't think going mm-hmm. to iTunes either is going to be the answer. I think keeping it on a network television channel uh, is, the, is the best way you're going to get sponsors. I mean, have it on Fox or something or... Like a t- other TV programming promotions. Do you have Fox in your area? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like the, I mean, what about that? What about that on Fox? I mean, see, my only problem if they put it on Fox, they'll put it on after Family Guy. Oh God. <laughs> or some right after. or some stupid show or getting okay. like oh, all right. right. And this is the final. They probably show Discovery. Yeah, go to Discovery. The final bit of news here, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you have, who have heard me preach about TNA and how they are a sinking ship, they're out of wood. Die. They're out of wood at this point. It's just a flag in the air. Regarding the TNA production crew that hasn't been paid for the May tapings, the internal feeling is that they will be paid after July 15th, as promised, because of the fear that they would skip out on the next set of tapings that begin on July 22nd. Okay. If I work for a company and I'm told we don't have any money or we can't pay you or anything of that nature, I'm taking my ball. I'm going home. Yeah, isn't that like the three strike rule? If they don't pay you after a certain amount of dates, you can say that. You can nullify the contract and say, I'm taking my ass home. I don't, even think, le- I don't even think legally TNA can allow, expect them to work well, you know, without no, pay. No, I, I, re- I won't work uh, until you pay me. And I know there's going to be someone that goes, well, the people in ECW, ECW was different. They were morons in ECW. You chose to go back to work. This production, this is the crew that puts the shit together. You don't pay those people. You better start asking the wrestlers, hey, by the way, we have no crew. You want to run the lights tonight? 
You want to help put the ring together? You want to help put this shit together? Uh, no. You want to sell merch? Like, uh, no. <laughs> Imagine asking Kurt Angle to set the ring up. If the production he crew can't get it. punch you in your mouth. Oh. Again, I think TNA just needs to just, just, honestly, just stop. Just cut their losses and tell everyone, here, it's here's, your, here's your money. There's too many promotions out there. You can just, just go look for work. It's a sinking fucking ship. Yeah, we have been saying that for, for a long time. When are they going to close the gates? I don't, the I don't know. And again, they just re-signed Jeff Jarrett, or Jeff Jarrett just sees half control. I don't know. It, it is just a a hodgepodge of craziness down there that it's not that I don't care. I'm just waiting to see, you know, pop on the news and see that the whole fucking building is on fire. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I'm waiting. Maybe, maybe Jarrett is saying like, well, the, the crew that's left of DNA. Maybe it said, okay, you guys could have, you can work for me in GFW in Vegas. Again, and, and it's funny, every once in a while you hear, well, TNA and New Japan are going to team up and have this big invasion. Oh, okay, cool, that, they got something going, and then nothing happens. ROH does it, and they do it for like six months. GFW went to Wrestle Kingdom, and, you know, it was a big impact, and then nothing fucking happens. So I don't understand why... They do big promotions and they do big crossover matches and then like that's it and they they don't do anything with it. It's like what the fuck am I missing? Exactly. You know, I got a crazy rumor that's not in here, but when WWE was when we were doing the tour of Japan when they had the Beast in the East thing, they had like a tryout for some Japanese wrestlers. Yeah, there were like four of them, and one of them. Yeah, was and, some, and somebody said that. Uh, yeah, the two of them is Kachinshika Okada and Shinsuke Nakamura. Bullshit! Man. Uh, no, they they were in ROH. <laughs> no way. They were in ROH. So yeah, no. Yeah, they're... yeah, yeah. They would never go to WWE. I think the only a... member, the only notable name is Fujiyami's son. Um, mm -hmm. but that's that's it. Uh, so I wouldn't expect. Would you, dream to, would you would you mark out as fuck if you see Nokada and Nakamura in WWE? Oh, that'd be what? awesome. I just don't know what WWE would do with them. <laughs> Never made fun of them, of course. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, what do we do with these guys that know how to wrestle? NXT. Well, I guess that's the where they're going to stay. Speaking of, uh, of NXT and Japanese talent and all sorts of stuff, on July 4th, there was an event in Japan. So why don't we get into the Beast from the East. Now, right off the bat, everyone is praising this as being a commercial success. It only had 6,500 people. Uh, it was in the Grand Sumo Hall. So, again, you can fall. Now, I want to say a couple things right off the bat. Number one, it was a house show. So, of course, it wasn't going to have all the lights and all the spectacle and all that shit. That made it much better. Because it's nice watching a wrestling match and not having to look to your left and go, Oh, look, the Rawtron. It was nice not seeing 14,000 fucking lights. And seeing the ring and about a thousand people with their signs up, making stupid yeah. sounds and dancing up and down. The event was a nice event. It was a cool event. 
it was shot differently, it sounded different, it felt more raw, felt more authentic, and it was definitely nice not having Michael Cole and JBL and Byron Saxon and Booker T and Jerry Lawler and Dustin Rhodes and Brett and every fucking person not talk over the fucking match. Yeah, you're actually in the background. Promote the app. Promote the app. They were actually calling the match. So aesthetically, it looked nice. Uh, it felt more raw. It felt like an event. For me, I had fun. Was it the best fucking thing in the world? No, it wasn't. <laughs> um, there was one match on that show that made the difference. And we all know which one. Well, we'll put it, if you ever go to a house show, you kind of go, yeah, it was definitely a house show card, especially the way that the main event was thrown together. Um, the first match was Jericho versus Neville. Holy shit. This thought, was good. I thought they could have did more, but again, it's a house show. I got no complaints with the match whatsoever. But yeah, then, and, and what's nice to see is that he busted out the Lion Tamer. Uh, yeah, I, well, I think Neville pissed him off, and uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck him, I'm going to sit on his ass. Uh, we then had uh, the Divas match, which was okay. It was Paige, Nikki, and Tamina. Yeah, random Tamina instead of uh, uh, the other black chick. Uh, I forgot her name now. Naomi. Or- Naomi, yeah. She was off something else, which is fine, because, you know, fuck it. And all right, you know, triple... Nikki won. Yeah, Nikki won. Again, not one title was going to change. Or is there? uh, On this show, but, you know, I was in no panic that, oh, the title's going to change. It wasn't going to happen. Then we get the Beast from the East match. And I said, wait a minute, wait, time out. So, it's Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston. A, yeah. who did Kofi Kingston piss off? Two, who thought that was going to be a good match? And three, why is this third on the card? Yeah, Lesnar works third match. <laughs> so it's definitely a house show. But then the match went for like three minutes. And I go, wow. Could you imagine buying a ticket to see this event and the guy that they're advertising is only on... In the match. You know what that felt like me that third third three minute match with Lesnar squashing him all over the place. It felt like when Tyson was in his prime and it was like the first round you have a knockout in one minute or something. You have paid I a lot. Of money. It. I, I, yeah, I, I. it was fun, but then when the match was over, you go, "Oh, that's it." Oh, yeah. Lesnar took his ass home. We, we did get to watch him beat up a bunch of black people afterwards. But- so that <laughs> he beat up New Day, and look how white Lesnar is. If this wasn't a race crime, I don't know what it. Oh, well, he is a farm boy with the Confederate flag, so maybe yeah, uh, North, he's a farm boy from North Dakota, yeah, which is very <laughs> fucking north. So, uh, so at that point, I go, all right. Well, we still have, I think, one more match left on this card. Two main events. No, there's a main event. So hold on. Has Cena not be here, please? So we, then we get Kevin Owens versus um, Finn Balor. Yay! Now, everyone knows that when I saw this match, I was like, oh, shit, they're actually doing it. Promo package. Jap- he Basically, the, the, the scene of the night is not Balor winning the title. Spoiler alert. 
not all the references they were making to New Japan, All Japan, Dragon Gate, and what DDP, you know, not all that stuff. It was Balor standing in the ring, knowing he's God, and streamers are just covering him. Yeah. And Steen just grabbing the roses and throwing them down the aisle. So. <laughs> like a true <laughs> asshole heel. I'm not wrestling until all this shit is cleaned up. So, storyline, it was an awesome match. Match-wise, it was, it was all right. Um, Thank you. I'm glad somebody didn't think <laughs> this was the greatest fucking match uh, ever. No, it was not the greatest fucking match ever. I thought it was a little slow for you know, my life. I, I love ba- I love Balor's, you know, the whole arena was black. And you could hear that. <laughs> that brief breathing. I mean, that was fuck- That was more exciting almost than the match. Because I had so high hopes for the fucking match. Because I know that Kevin Owens is a fucking hell of a worker. I would and- give it at a five stars, three and a half. Only because it started off hot and heavy. Then it slowed down. I wonder why. And then after it stopped slowing down, then it got good again. And I mean, it was boom, 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 and then, oh, shit, oh, shit, he won. Oh, shit. It was that kind of middle section to where you kind of wish they would have sped up just a pinch. Mm. Just a pinch. I want to say something about Finn Balor that might anger people. (laughs) Here it comes. Here it comes. He doesn't impress me. I think I've mentioned it before. Um, but I've seen him at least around three or four times now. And, and like, he just... He's not bad. He's not bad. That's not what I'm saying. It's just... I mean, okay, like, let's think... Kevin Owens had two matches with Cena. And I fucking adored those matches. But the match he had with Balor was not even close to those to me. And when John Cena's having better matches, I just, I don't know what to say. And Alex, have you seen Prince David in New Japan? I have not. There. I haven't seen shit. No, no, no. He's a different <laughs> kind of beast there, my friend. He's a different kind of beast. They are limited down his movesets a bit. He, he, I mean... If you see any matches in Japan, he will blow out of your ass. I mean, we'll, you will we'll be. We'll put it this way: he is the equivalent to a Seth Rollins mm. when they allow him to perform. Um, again, I am a huge Balor mark. Everyone knows this, but it wasn't his best match. But he's now one step closer to the main roster. And if you would have told me a year ago. That Prince Devitt was signed to WWE, I would have told you to kiss my fucking ass. You are a lying sack of shit. And sure enough, we get Kenta and Samoa Joe and and all mm. these people. I'm like, oh my god, what is going on? Uh, so, decent match. Finn Balor is now new NXT champion. Thank you, God. Then did we get you to see that. Okay, did you up. see I want to I, I I, I elaborate just one little bit more. Um, uh... Balor's offense is just, um, it doesn't look like it has impact to me. Like, it's very tame. I mean, like, and I think part of the problem is he has this amazing look and amazing entrance, and then, like, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something stupid and compare him to The Undertaker real quick. Like, when The Undertaker 
makes his entrance, and when he wrestles, he wrestles like the Undertaker. Like he wrestles, he wrestles as a character, and like especially in the early days, you know, he kind of played off of what he was supposed to be. Whereas Balor is like this demon that moves all weird and and creepy, and then he gets in the ring and he just wrestles like a person. And I don't know. I guess I just expect something more from him in the ring. And yeah, like because... Like you said, it's not, he's not bad. That's not what I'm saying. It's just... I, I expected no. Daniel Bryan or Kevin Owens, and I didn't get that. I would like to say this, that, uh, as I said before, that if you've seen this match in New Japan, he was more stiff and more energetic and more ag- aggressive there. Well, there again, they, they, were, they were totally allowed to do yeah, 90% exactly. more of the shit. Yeah, I mean, oh, I'm yeah. sure there's a huge difference. I mean, I'm not saying that. I mean... Because uh, I know I know WWE has its limitations and on what they want you to do. And By the way, that. guys, did you see did you see Kenta in the crowd? Didn't he have like a salty look in his eyes? Didn't see I thought he was gonna fuck up the match, and I was so yeah. glad he didn't. Yeah, did you see that? You could see in his eyes. That we were talking about this DM that either Balor or Itami is gonna or Kenta is gonna turn heel sooner or later. Well, and I think that was going to be a Tommy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really do. A Tommy will beat Balor. Balor will go to the main roster. A Tommy will rule NXT. Sami Zayn will finally beat him. Then Sami Zayn will run NXT again. And then they'll give it to Tyler Breeze. And then Zayn will finally show up on the main roster. And by then, it'll be WrestleMania 36. So, just in time. I wonder I wonder where, where is... Do you think that Kenta, due to the language barrier, do you think they need to work more on his language skills before they let him talk on the mic more and the thing. I don't think they're going to make him a world champion no 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 no, no. but he, he's soon to be I mean he signed there not to be long in NXT or, or also as uh, David I mean those guys are not meant to be down there they are not rookies I mean they are do is just know a couple of catchphrases I kill yeah. kick your ass nah, kick Man, your that's it that's it that's his problem yeah. you, know, you know that they signed that Okay, we're going to be in NXT for a short period of time to, to learn the WWE style a little bit more. But I don't think either Kenta or Sami Zayn, Generico, David, uh, they don't sign that. Okay, we're going to be in NXT for four years. They, they sign that. We want to be maximum one or two years, and then we're going to be uh, at the main event. Well, it'd be, the same as, it'd be the same as like signing Hulk Hogan and saying you have to go to developmental. All oh, right, yeah. only for a couple months. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm, I'm saying. They're not so. gonna be in NXT too long because you know they're too good to be there too long. I give them a year tops. I mean, Zayn has be, been there for a hundred years. So I don't know yeah, when he must be. He must be elevated to the main roster. I mean, and Kenta, he must be tops there for maybe six months and then elevated to the main roster because the crowd in the main roster or the casual fans, they must see him and get the feel of him, what they really think about him. And I hope WWE don't give him a goddamn stupid gimmick. Because then he is signed there and he is destroyed. Then he can, he can return to Pro Wrestling Noah for all I care. I want to see him wrestle. Well, again, I think with Triple H having hands-on... With those guys. With, with pretty much NXT, anyone they brought up to the main roster has been mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I think the only exception to the rule is the Ascension. Yeah, they they have totally they're, they're a fucking failure fuck ups. I mean, it's just 
Alright, welcome to the wasteland. Alright, cool, I guess. They're the only thing I can think of that didn't do well in WWE because in NXT it's such a niche kind of market and you go to WWE, the Raw, and you're like, uh, alright. Because uh, you can be a character. In, in Raw, you can't be a character. It's all real. Well, you're teaching them to be characters the and then thing, you're... The exciting things with NXT that once you have Kenta, Generico, David... Oh, it's all on the main roster. Then you have the guys that they newly signed. Guys like Uha Nation. Then you have Sammy Callahan, Solomon Crow, for instance. He's one of those also in the net darlings from that worked Ring of Honor, PWG. I mean, those shows that many don't know about, mainly PWG. But they have signed. Triple H has a good eye. Regarding talent, technically, it's William Regal has a good eye. Yeah, William Regal has a good eye, but he, he he reports to Triple H about the talent. I don't think it's other know, way, I think it's the other way around, to be or, honest. But all right, but um, you know, we're, we're going to give all credit where credit is due. Um, NXT is the place to be, but there is one more match at this. I was going to say pay per view, but no, it's a house Lando. show. This is when you know if you've never seen a house show main event, this is what you get. Big Show and no, it wasn't Big Show. It was um, Barrett, King Barrett, and who was his opponent and his tag uh, partner Kane versus John Cena and Dolph Ziggler. Now, <laughs> total random. <laughs> what does Kane and Wade Barrett have in common? They're white. That's it. Mm-hmm. What do Cena and Ziggler have in common? Their faces. That's it. Oh, and they're both. No, they're not champions. So. Only one of them is a champion, so you really can't go... They're both fan favorites. Okay, we'll go with that. It was funny hearing the Japanese crowd go, She na shock, she na shock. <laughs> you, know, you know what was interesting, though? Um, that Japanese crowd really fucking liked Cena, though. I mean, they oh, liked yeah. more than the American crowd. I, I would say easily. I mean, when, he's, when his music hit, the Japanese went fucking nuts. And when he, when he got tagged in... They were fucking nuts. It was like, wow, these people like John Cena. Maybe he needs to just fucking stay here. <laughs> never come back. <laughs> wow. But yeah, it was... It breaking was, it news, was breaking news. John Cena signed for New Japan. That would be the end of that fucking company. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this was like... This tag match was like 24 minutes. It was basically Cena getting the shit kicked out of him. Ziggler... Getting the shit kicked out of him. Cena coming in, FU123. Yeah, typical typical John Cena match. He got his ass kicked for 20 minutes and then won. <laughs> well, I love how when Cena was in the ring the first time, he got his ass kicked. Like, severely, he got his ass kicked. He tags out to Dolph. Dolph maybe had two minutes of offense and then he gets his ass kicked. Within yeah, that and he two, steps within like Within that two minutes... Within that two minutes, Cena went to the floor and recovered and was ready to get back in the ring. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Don't sell it or nothing, John. Um, but no, it was um, it's strong style. You don't sell. I thought it was, you know, I thought it was an okay event. You know, you know Cena, he needs to take lessons from Ziggler how to sell. Really, I mean, I mean, he needs to take lessons and see what Ziggler does in the ring when he sells and like, pander to the crowd. Give me energy. You know, you, you told me once that 
Dolph Ziggler, he, he, he really sells like he's going to the death, death cell or something. I think that's going to be his, his, his goal. If I can't be yeah. the champion, I'll at least sell death. Yeah. <laughs> that, would, that would make a good t-shirt for me. <laughs> I never be the world champion, but I could sell to the death. <laughs> but overall, I thought the show was, you know, it was pretty decent. Again, it was a house show. And I've seen these before. This is not the first fucking thing they've ever done. I used to watch the Madison Square Garden events back in the 80s, so this is nothing, to me, it's nothing new, but it was nice. You how, know, was the MSG, how was the MSG house show? Uh, very authentic, because you boo the bad guys and you cheer the good guys, which is, go figure, what they did here. You know, holy shit, heels and So they face. were good. The, the house cards in MSD were good. Well, house shows are always fun. They just, the booking doesn't make sense because you're going, wait, why is Kane and Barrett teaming up to take on Ziggler and Cena? This, it's wrestling. Where's the story? Where, where is the history? Yeah, where and then, uh, and we pay to see Brock Lesnar. Here's Brock Lesnar and he's gone. What? Three Bye, fans. Like, I'm going home. What the fuck do you mean he's gone? Well, that's it. The match is over. No, no, no. It says Beast from the East on my fucking ticket. I wanted to see him kill people. He did. He killed three black people and he left. White boy's got shit to go. <laughs> White guy killed a bunch of black people. You don't think he's going to stick around? He's going to get his fucking ass out. You know, he didn't work for overtime there, Brock Lesnar. He, he, he like killed those three guys and then he went, went to the showers and then went to a bite to eat and drink and get on his ass to, on the plane home. Basically, his t-shirt was arrive, kill, leave. Yeah, that's, that's what he did. Essentially what he did. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, okay. That was... What happened to the, su- what happened to the suplex t-shirts? <laughs> suplex say the bitch. Well, I don't think they can say... I think they, Yeah, they can say... No, they can't say suplex because they don't have L's in that country. Nah. Su- suplex! Suplex! Suplex city, bitch! No, they're, they're calling the suplex as brain buster. Yeah, the brain, they're all brain busters. He kicked them. It's a brain buster. He kicked <laughs> the ribs. It's a brain buster, goddammit. That's going to do it for the Beast from the East. Why don't we get into Monday Night Raw? From Chicago, and everyone knows that this crowd is going to be hyped and amped up, especially because this is CM Punk's hometown. Where the fuck is Punk? Fuck him. It opens up with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman says, The 11th commandment, thou shall not piss off the beast. So, Seth Rollins, we're going to find your ass, and we're going to kill you. It's not... A speculation of literacy, it's we are going to kill you. We are going to find you. We are going to rip open your rib cage, take out your innards, and then jump rope with your carcass. Brock Lesnar is here to kill you. He's a carnivore. So we're going to see you later. Shenanigans, shenanigans will definitely ensue. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, shenanigans were, are going to ensue. The first match is the Big Show versus the Big Guy, <laughs> and you have the Miz on the outside doing something, and it goes to a disqualification for the eighth time. Uh, we don't know if Big Show is a face or a heel. 
We think Ryback is a face, but we, don't know, heel. but we don't know if The Miz is the face of the heel, because, again, he got punched for no reason. <laughs> confusion, so the confusion. The only thing I'm sure about is Ryback is the face. That is the only thing I'm sure about. So as good as this match started to be, Miz ruined it. Mm, I smell a SummerSlam match here. But, uh, probably, because it ain't going to happen at Payback. Oh, no. It is going to happen at Payback, just not very well. <laughs> uh, we then get, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but we get the piss break of the night as it's Brie Bella versus Paige. Look, I've seen the match. I've seen it enough. I mean, I have seen this match for, like, the last eight months. <laughs> I can't I can't do it anymore. I've seen I bet that Brie won. I've seen him on SmackDown. I've seen him on Raw. I've seen him on Pay-Per-View. I've seen Main him, event. A main event. I've seen it in my dreams. It's like, all right, can can Paige get some fucking help or something? Doesn't I, it show you that they are continuously having this program or feud that they are their lack of talent in the Divas division? And that's the that he debuted on Sunday. Could she not have been on a plane to fight these two bitches? Yeah. <laughs> so, Bree mode. Um, and here's the fucked up thing, ladies and gentlemen. If, call me jaded if you want. They promote this match, okay? They promote this fucking match. But then on Tuesday nights, don't forget to check out Total Divas, where you see Paige hanging out with the fucking fellas. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which story am I supposed to believe? So, on TV, on the wrestling phone, they hate each other. But on Total Divas, they are buddy-buddies. But they still hate each other. Yeah. Ah, wow. Seth Rollins goes to the back, and he's talking to Triple H, and he's like, could you give me, like, some advice? Because Kane is in Hawaii right now with all his mm-hmm. Photoshop glory. Yeah, that was fucking that was I saw great. those. Yeah. That one I saw. That was fucking funny. One handing a pineapple. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh this is stupid, but it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny. corny, so it was funny. So he's like, do, what, what do you think I should do about Brock? And Triple H is all, you know what? Why don't you uh, go fuck him? Go fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Go find Brock Lesnar and, and fuck him. He, he never will see that coming. Because, see, right now, you're the golden boy. So... Go find Brock Lesnar and fuck him. Chava, deal, deal, that, that's, deal, that, deal. that's what you got to do. To beat the beast, you got to fuck him. So, so he, You're right. So, I'm going to find him. I'm going to fuck him. Yeah, I'm going to do so that, he, Triple H. I'm going to fuck his ass. And Triple H so, is like, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so he literally so said to Lilo Seth Rollins, go shove a deal up uh, Brock Lesnar's ass. Right, literally. But he said, you have to go attack the beast. And I'm all, no. <laughs> 300 pounds of Brock Lesnar. It's like if there is a fan blade with razor sharp edges and someone yeah. says, put your dick through that. <laughs> okay is not an appropriate answer. You know what I mean? Brock Lesnar is a giant fan blade. Anything that gets near it is going to get blown away and cut to pieces. More on that in a little bit. Sheamus versus Roman Reigns. Sheamus wins by count out because I believe... Oh yeah. Uh, Bray Wyatt comes out, kind of, sort of. Roman Reigns goes out and beats up Bray Wyatt, kind of, sort of. He pulls off his hair. Ow. And then Bray's on the monitor going, It's not me, you motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) And fade to black. It's not me. 
<laughs> now, motherfucker. We're going to get to SmackDown in a little bit. I'm going to ask Alex this one question. Does Bray mention anything about Roman Reigns' family, let alone his daughter? Um, I'm asking for a reason. Well, that's originally what they were going with, but they haven't mentioned his daughter lately. So mm. I, don't, I don't think they did on SmackDown. I'm just going to just say this right now. This is creepy, fucking creepy. Ray Wyatt was going after his daughter. Yes. And that was the whole point of the story. Wasn't that when he was sitting and, in and, tea? And then all of a sudden, Jared Fogle gets arrested for child pornography. Oh, God. Yeah. And WWE all of a sudden stops mentioning the child aspect. <coughs> Just huh. saying. It's almost like WWE know what's really going on in the world and like, oh shit, cover our tracks. Um so we then get uh Rusev coming they, they, they I think they're moving on from the baby to the to the wife. Yeah, they're gonna move on you know Hey, if they're making fun of Jared Fogel now and child pornography and Bray Wyatt's a rapist now. Can't do that. This is PC. This is PG. Yeah, this, is, do that. this is PG. If it was PG-14, you'd be all right. But no, fuck. Oh, yeah. Fuck TV-14. PG-14 can suck my dick. Uh, Rusev and Dolph Ziggler have an altercation in the ring. And, and well, guess what? Rusev's leg is better now. So oh. much better that he kicked Dolph Ziggler in the throat and then oh. used his crutch and beat him in the throat. And Dolph Ziggler is now dead because he got fucked up in the throat. He's uh, apparently out indefinitely, kayfabe, which probably just means they haven't finalized his uh, contract. contract. Yeah. Mm. So he finally sold his own death on the TV program. For the most part, yeah. What they're gonna do with Lana? Divas Division. But uh, yeah, we'll mm. see. You think she can wrestle? Well, we're going to find out pretty soon. Uh, we then have Dean Ambrose, Stone Cold Steve Austin's not favorite wrestler. If you ever want to find out what he thinks about Dean Ambrose, he doesn't really care for him. Versus Bo Dallas. Really? Austin doesn't care for Dean Ambrose. Huh. Yeah. Fuck him. Enjoy that, people. <laughs> the face of the Attitude Era doesn't care much for Dean Ambrose because... He's having the same matches over and over again. So all of you internet people that say that I'm a jaded motherfucker, well, you listen to Stone Cold and see what he thinks about Dean Ambrose. And you know what? He's just mad because Dean Ambrose said he didn't care for the Attitude Era. Yeah. Uh, Dean, Dean had an interview a while back. It was either late last year or early this year. He said, man, when it comes to the Attitude Era, I'm just like... Where's the wrestling, man? Where's all the wrestling? I mean, I watch all this crap, but there's no wrestling. And uh, he basically just put down the Attitude Era, so... Maybe Austin got wind of that, and he's like, Fuck D-Dam, bro. <laughs> no, motherfucker. <laughs> just saying, he's not his number one pick. We'll put it that way. He beats up Bo Dallas. Damn. That's all I got. Damn. All right, match, but damn. I, I know one guy that... Steve Austin really likes in this current era. Well, Sam. Ke- yeah. <laughs> no, but he likes Kevin Owens. He likes Kevin Owens. He likes Seth Rollins. He doesn't care much for certain people that everyone likes, which is funny. 
we then had... I believe this happened next. Uh, Seth Rollins comes down to the ring with J&J security, and they have axe handles. Well, at least they're not being stupid. I mean, they're... Fuck, they're not being stupid. They're going to fight the Brock Lesnar, and they're going to use axe handles. Well, doesn't help that Brock Lesnar came down with two axes. And I go, well, at this point, I would leave the fucking building. He says, hey, look, a Cadillac. I'm going to destroy the Cadillac. Brock Lesnar took one swing and put a hole in the side of the door. <laughs> he, shattered, he shattered the windows He ripped off one of the wheels He took the fucking thing and body slammed it He grabbed a door and threw it into the cheap seats of the arena J&J Security, you're dead they're, they're, they're fucked now at this point They're dead Brock goes to the ring Seth is like, I got an axe handle I'm gonna fuck you with it, fuck this And then he leaves and runs like a scalded mm. dog That was the segment that if you didn't see coming You haven't been watching wrestling long enough Cadillac is destroyed, and somewhere in heaven, my grandfather is rolling in his grave. King Barrett versus King Truth. Barrett wins. Can we stop the storyline now? Mm-hmm. There's like, it's not going anywhere. So, again, it's just not going anywhere. Uh, that may have been the main event. No, it's not the main event. It's the New Day versus the Lucha Dragons. The New Day win. Fuck. Uh, you people. Um, <laughs> now, I was going to say the New Day. The primetime players were on commentary. I, can someone... Dude, dude, dude. It, it, fucking... Go Titus ahead. destroyed JBL. Yeah. Oh, my God. JBL was trying to put down Titus, and Titus was like, Why don't you do your job, JBL? Call the match. He says, Oh, you can't call it? Why aren't you talking, JBL? Little bitch. <laughs> it's just fucking... I mean, he tried to say, uh, like, New Day... Uh, he's like, Well, why, why is New Day going to beat us, JBL? Says, well, the, they have three and you have two. So I don't know if they count where you came from. And then he's like, Where I came from? <laughs> he's like... He's like, the school I went to, man, I got two degrees. How many you got? And JBL doesn't say anything. He's like, that's what I thought, motherfucker. <laughs> he just calls him out. It was great. Part of me wonders if that was scripted or if that was an actual shoot. Because, again, you heard mainly Titus. You didn't hear Darren Young for, mu- for much of it. I was no, a little... Titus st- just went off on JBL. It was great. They don't get in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that Bradshaw, so they can't. Bradshaw is known for being a little bit of a bully to some people in the wrestling business. Yeah, but Titus O'Neil's a big dude. I mean, yeah, he, no, I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think Bradshaw would try him for some reason. There are certain people. Uh, we then have don't angry a big black man. We then have John Cena coming down to the ring. This is the main event of the night. Goes, all right, U.S. title challenge. Kevin Owens comes down. No, John, we're, we're not. We're not waiting for the pay. We're going to do it fucking now. Come on, I want. I want to give you. I want to take your title now. Here comes Cesaro in his broken English. Listen, boy, fuck with Cena. Fuck with my match. I'll kick your ass. Get the fuck out. Kevin Owens is like. 
Okay. And he leaves. So then we get Cesaro versus Cena. Now, I'm going to say something that's probably going to make people go, hmm. Didn't didn't Did anyone think that Cesaro was going to win the United States title? If you say yes, you are a fucking idiot. If you said no, you proved my point. Why? Because we know that Cena is defending the title against Kevin Owens at Battleground in two weeks. They are not going to throw a monkey wrench in that match. Therefore, there was no way in hell that Cesaro was going to beat John Cena. Was the match good? Yes. Did this put Cesaro on the map? Eh, maybe. Did Cesaro lose clean? Yes. What does this mean for Cesaro? Nothing. Why? Because the focus is now on Kevin Owens. I got to ask you, I seen a picture on, I think on the internet here, where there was a spot where Cesaro, did he flip Cena off? Uh, no. The, the double bird. He didn't give him the double bird. When he because did. something I heard that they, they blacked out the TV for some, was it last week's Raw or... And Cesaro this, and Cena are actually friends in real life. Yeah, so I don't know why they would... No, but I heard something. They blacked the TV for a couple of seconds because... He did the f- double the bird, you know, Randy Orton thing. I didn't uh, oh no! Like that. Yeah, no, I I didn't hear any. The match for me, nothing blacked out. Okay, so okay. maybe it was on some other show okay. that they had done. After the show went off the air, Cena would not shut up about how great Cesaro was. Yeah. Because uh, I've seen the YouTube video. He basically um, he said um, Cesaro, without a doubt, is the best wrestler we have. Uh, I believe that's what he said. Uh, I know I, I heard Cesaro is best wrestler or something or other, and uh, uh, he just said, you know, I mean, and dude, this is the Chicago crowd who like pride themselves on being fucking Chicago. Yeah, angry smarks who just hate Cena, dude. They were cheering Cena by the end of this match and saying this is awesome and giving him mad props all the way to the end of the show. Cena won their fucking respect. I was impressed, and I fucking hate Cena. <laughs> yeah, but if you put another guy there that's from Chicago in the ring, there would have been another story. You know what I mean? If he were there. And he still would have lost. Um, <laughs> that's more than that Raw. Again, it was it was an okay Raw, you know. It, I have no real complaints about it. My only you know thing what is, incident part said. Sorry to cut off him, but he said, "Why did he make Kevin Owens look weak on Raw?" He didn't. What? Kevin Owens just left. He's like, "All right, fine, fuck it." Yeah, they said, "Why not the game with you when I'm supposed to?" Me yeah, You're what? not winning tonight. Yeah, but they were they were so stupid. Marks on the internet said, "But why did WWE make Kevin Owens look weak on Raw?" Well, fuck those people. Yeah, what the fuck? Enjoy the story. <laughs> no. And again, I'm not saying the match was bad. It's just I kind of knew the result before the match even happened. I says, well, there's no fucking way Cesaro is winning. Because if, if Cesaro wins, that means Cena gets a rematch, and he'll just win it the next week, and then the match is still on between Cena and Owens. Or they, 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 that Cena has elevated his... Uh, 
game a, a little bit now that he's huge champion and he has to face guys that are good workers, better than him in the ring. Or I mean, yeah, for guys I like Casagnoli and Steen, for instance. When Cena gets in the ring with somebody who's young and incredibly, incredibly good... He you mean like Castagnoli and Steen? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, he feels the need to prove that he can keep up with them, and so he brings on his fucking A game. Hell, he brings on his fucking S game, man. His triple S game. He's like, no, look, I'm John fucking Cena. Look, I, I may half-ass it 99% of the time, but if you're going to put me in the ring with somebody like this, I am going to prove to you that I am not awful when I want to be. So it's like, he can wrestle. He just doesn't all the time. <laughs> he only does it when when he feels like it. Did he do the did he do the Stone Cold Stunner from the from the middle rope? Again. Yeah, he also did the God uh, damn it, that motherfucker. He also did the scenic and Rana and for the first time he didn't fuck it up. Oh god. It's gotta be like the sixth time he's done it now and he actually God damn, he must have been taking wrestling lessons. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, it was a pretty good match. I mean, I, I think it's great that they're allowing Cena to wrestle more now instead of doing the typical entertaining moves and then win the match. No, I think, having... I think they're awesome matches, don't get me wrong. Okay. But again, you know it's going to be Kevin Owens versus John Cena for the U.S. Yes. title. So any match that takes place prior... Regardless, is not going to change the fact that Cena and Owens are going to wrestle for the U.S. title at Battleground. So it almost becomes a moot point to have the U.S. Invitational because he could fight Andre the Giant at this point. Andre's not winning because that <laughs> match is fucking booked. Unless they seriously want to throw a curveball. I mean, seriously throw a curveball and have Cena lose it next week. And then it just becomes a pride thing. But I don't think WWE is Seriously. that. And that's not me being jaded. That's just me going, no. look, guys, they're not going to do that. They're not that fucking smart. <laughs> do you think that the match, the third match, do you think that this is going to be the one that tops the other two? Or, uh, I mean, uh, can it had, they top? It had better. I mean, or else. They must top their, they must top their other two matches and have, is this the final, is this the feud ender? Is this the rubber match? I don't think it's now a, they're one and one. It's not a feud ender because Cena and Orton have wrestled eight thousand times. Oh yeah. This is just for now. It's the rubber match. That's all it is. And with the title mm-hmm. belt finally on the line. So, and if they wanted to do something unique, yeah. I've seen it drop the belt next week on Raw and have people go, "Oh shit!" Well, so if they if they have Owens win this match at Battleground, he is going to be a mainstay on the main roster. Pretty much, I think that's the route. Or they're gonna flop him, so he has, so he's both on NXT and main roster with the US title. Can they do that, Tim? Uh, I don't see why they couldn't. I don't think that's a. Wouldn't that be awesome? Not a bad idea, but again, let's not give WWE credit because they didn't want to use Stardust. Mm-hmm. Chicago, Cody. You know. Okay, what's that Raw? Dusty Rhodes week, but that's Raw. Why don't we get into NXT? Stop. 
Okay. NXT from Full Sail University. Where else? They're going, yeah, on, they're going on the road. The next pay-per-view is going to be in yes. Brooklyn. So Yeah, it's going to be in the new, new state-of-the-art Brooklyn arena. Islanders new home. <coughs> uh, Dana Brooke and... <laughs> I'm a Rangers fan, I'm sorry. Ah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, Dana Brooke and oh, Emma. Shows. <laughs> the show starts off with Dana Brooke and Emma in, in, uh, they're in the ring and say, Okay, Sasha Banks, come out. Da, da, da. And she comes up. I'm the boss, goddammit. She's standing down. Okay, I'm the champ. I'm the champ. Yeah, no, I'm fucking good. Now eat my cunt. Wait, who said that? No, but <laughs> it, oh. it, it looks like she, she's spreading her legs like, okay, can you see my pelvis area? Area. And this was Sasha Banks doing that? Yeah, she's disgusting, goddammit. Fuck, I gotta watch that show. Yeah. She's, she's almost like he, he rubbing her private area against the camera. Hey, I'm in the dirty chicks. What can I say? So. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say, okay, okay, Sasha, boss, do you have a partner for this match? And she said, no, nobody trusts me. Okay. No, you have no friends. That's what you mean. Ha, 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 ha. I'm going to kick your scrawny little ass. And you have a, Woo! And here comes Charlotte down down the ring, down the ramp to the ring, and she said, "Give me the goddamn microphone, like her dad." Did she bleed? No, <laughs> she didn't bleed yet. <laughs> but wait, wait, there's more. Did she take off her Gucci shoes and started getting naked? Yeah, and her and her alligator shoes. Because if that's the case, I am watching NXT now. Yeah, absolutely. I'm wishing she would do that. No, but she's taking the mic and saying, I will be your partner, Sasha, this time. But this will cost you. And you owe me. And she then stretched. She said, <clears throat> she, um, she did something. Yeah, she did something. No, she struck her hand and Sasha shakes her hand. And now they're ta- now they're attacking for one night only. The bad girls are back. The commentaries for one night only until they debut one- on Raw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they fucking destroyed Dana Brooks and Emma. They fucking destroyed her. Them. Oh God, Dana Brooks. She got the finish was they had uh, Sasha Bank had her in the the cross face almost the version of it. This bank stand, bank statement, or whatever she calls it, and Charlotte had Emma in the figure eight, the, her version of the figure four, and both tapped out simultaneously. So the baby face is one, or can we call Sasha baby face? Nah, tweener. Oh, is she a heel or a baby face? Ah, in between, I guess she don't take more. She don't not liked. So, well, she's a bitch. So, yeah, she's a bitch, it's all a matter of bitch. it's all a matter of how you look at it. I mean, if yeah. what she did pissed you off, she's a heel. If what she did was, oh shit, no, that's one bitch you don't fuck with. That's a face. Oh yeah. So, yeah, uh, but we all know that Charlotte is a crowd. Charlotte is a crowd favorite, fan favorite. Charlotte's gonna be god. I'm just. Oh yeah! Wait, wait till she wears Rolex watches, 
bling bling, alligator shoes, like her dad. Woo! Um, after that match, uh, we had a look at um, Sami Zayn. It's going to be an update for him next week in his injury. We talked about Hideo Itami and Kenta. It's going to be an update from him, yada yada. And we and we cut to a guy sitting in, like in the back, like <laughs> mankind <laughs> almost. It was Solomon Crow sitting with his laptop. I'm back now. I'm better than ever. God damn it. I'm gonna destroy them all. <laughs> Starting with you, uh, Marco Louis. You know that guy that shaved the head. He looks like a fucking zombie now. He moves like a zombie into ring. You know what he wears like? He wears like a black L- Levi's 500 once. And he moves like if you see in all those zombie movies, almost. Uh-huh. He's a fucking scary dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh... Crow um, won uh, good match back and forth a little shame here and there Crow um, won the match via sub- submission uh, his uh, own move the crowbar or we could call it the horse collar you know the horse collar you know yeah yeah <coughs> he, calls it, he calls it the crowbar that's the crowbar that's kind of cool I kind of like that yeah cute <laughs> crowbar well, I mean, it just makes fucking sense because that's his, yeah. you know, given uh, gimmick name. And then we had, uh, in between that, we had a whole entire match between Finn Balor and Owens from Tokyo. So we skipped that. We all know how that ended. Uh, we move on to the main event: the Vault Villains uh, versus Enzo and Big Cass for the number one contain- containers uh, contenders for the tag team championship. Finally, for the container. Yeah, the fucking container, the contenders. I mean, uh, the Vault Villains won. Uh, thank you, God. <laughs> I hate Enzo. <laughs> I can't stand that fucking rat. Oh, uh, the finish was that Enzo was going for um, the top rope uh, rocket launcher 2015, and uh, think that was was it Simon. It's the Simon Gotch, I think his name is. Yeah. Yeah, Simon Gotch got the, the big calf's legs and drag him, him outside the ring. And uh, Enzo goes going for a top rope, um, top rope uh, body press. And he got the body press in, but he rolled over in the momentum and switched and got him into a pinning combination. So, and Imon, Imon, got, the, Imon got the pin on him. One, two, three. And there's your new number one. Contenders for the NXT Tag Team Championship, and that match is signed for the Brooklyn event. All right, cool. And that was, and that was NXT. As you said, a, a condensed, yeah, NXT. condensed, compressed NXT because of they. I think they are not. I think half of their roster wasn't there. I mean, they had no Baron Corbin. Owens weren't there. I mean, almost two half of the roster is either injured or as on the WWE dark match tours or something. Uh, it's a very condensed show, but it was okay. Uh, it was not the typical NXT uh, 
It was barely okay this time. Again, it can't be a great show all the time, no. or else no. then there's just no way you can compete with the next week. Uh, well, again, NXT was kind of a meh show. Like the, yeah, it sounded yeah. like the best thing that happened was with the women. So Yeah, that was fucking awesome. I mean, Charlotte is a fucking beast. I mean, this this girl, I mean, she's going to be a hit on the main roster. And she's going to destroy the Bellas. I can, I can guarantee they're saving the title for Charlotte to beat Nikki. I think it's the other way around. I think they're going to, if they're going to bring them both up, they're going to have Sasha beat the Bellas and then have Charlotte go after Sasha. Huh. But if... Just hashtag heel, why not? Oh, yeah, 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 but the Bellas are heels and Sasha is a heel. So you're having the heel versus heel program. Well, until she shows up on Raw, she's a heel. Oh, yeah, but you talked about that when you're going to have to elevate um, Sasha and Charlotte to have them face them. What was it on SummerSlam or something? They were talking about. It'll be SummerSlam. Up. Yeah. You know, we talked about that on the. Uh, we talked about on the news. They were talking about bringing them up on the feud versus the Bellas. It'll probably go to. Uh They'll save the title change for Mania only because I can see them doing like a Survivor Series style match at mm. Survivor Series where Nikki conveniently holds the title for 365 days. So, wh- why were you a little bit negative about Bailey? Is, is she not ready yet? Or I like she- Bailey, I do, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I- she's too nice for some reason. I think she's needed a little bit more aggressive. I can yes. deal with nice, but. I'm afraid she's going to turn into a Santino Morella. You mean... Where you kind of go, oh, he still has a job. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know he ain't going to go anywhere, so what's the point of having him around? And I don't want Bailey, who's as good as she is, I don't want her to come to Raw, and it's like, oh, she had talent. Hmm. You, you know, know I, mean? I can tell you. I can tell you another thing uh, that I saw... Um, and Lord you knows know, I can't stand Santino Morella. So no, 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 no. But one of the one of the backstage agents um, huh. for NXT is Jimmy Jacobs. You know that who that guy is? Oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's quite a good guy to talk to. He's uh, he's got some uh, he's got the routine. I mean, he he's very experienced. So I think that's a good guy. A good move for WWE to to sign him to be down with the kids in NXT. Some of them. Well, so long as he gets the job done. Yeah, but... That's going to do it for... I can't talk anymore. That's going to do it for (laughs) NXT. Why don't we get into SmackDown? Where I'm sure all references of children were removed. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, by the way, SmackDown is <coughs> Subway, home of the five dollar foot long. Ooh, give me a five dollar foot long. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> we've got 
uh, and I'm sure, well, I don't know if you're not watching SmackDown, you may not notice this so far, but this is the current lineup of commentary um, until Byron gets back from doing Tough Enough. Um, it's Jerry Lawler, Tom Phillips, and Jimmy Uso. What? Yeah, uh, and let me tell you something, Jimmy Uso is one son of a bitch of a commentator. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's been doing this to either two or three weeks now, and he is so fucking urban, street motherfucker, it's, it's like, uh, it's, it's almost, yeah, it's like, uh, it's it's almost entertaining how bad it is. Is he talking with a, like a slang, you know, like a, you know, oh, motherfucker? Yeah, all the time. He's like, damn, Oos, you see that? He calls everybody Oos. <laughs> Did you see that, man? That Bray Wyatt crazy motherfucker. You see his face, dude? Look, that's some ecstasy shit. Damn. Oh, my God. You know how I say with my my wife Naomi, man, she crazy. She can do whatever she want. I don't give a damn, motherfucker. I fire that piece of shit. It slowly becomes like a slurry of of English language that doesn't make any sense anymore. <laughs> He's killed the English language. Damn, what's the man, bitch? Yeah, I got That's my boy. That's my boy. So he's yeah, slowly he turning into slick, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Fucking clue what he's saying. That that was that's 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 one character that I liked from the good old eighties. I hated Wait. him for the right <laughs> reasons, but I hated him. I loved slick. It's like, it's like what the fuck did he just say? So we. So, <laughs> wow. So Jimmy Uso is the 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 ethnic. Representation of SmackDown. Yeah, great choice, guys. <laughs> uh, we got Seth Rollins' music hits, and uh, Seth comes out and he says, uh, "On Monday, I did the unthinkable by calling out Brock Lesnar and looking him right in the eye, and Brock didn't do a goddamn thing because <laughs> you ran." <laughs> <laughs> and I swear. I didn't run anywhere. I stood there. <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> oh my god, he's a good heel. He's lying. I, I stood teeth. there. <laughs> yeah. Jay and Jay are my family. Oh, and they're dead. And <laughs> West with my family. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fuck him. I'm going to oh. fuck him in front of everybody. And that'll show him. That'll show the whole world who has the biggest, I mean... According to those pictures, apparently smallest dick in the world. <laughs> That's what I've heard, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Paul Heyman comes out through when he's, you know, because Seth won't shut the fuck up. And, uh, and he's like, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I'm the advocate for the beast, the conqueror, the god, Jesus Christ himself, Brock Lesnar. He beat Undertaker. He beat Cena. He beat God. Is there anything he can't do? 
He even ripped a car door off and decapitated a child in the audience with it. (laughs) (laughs) And let me just say, in two weeks, Seth Rollins will no longer have a head. It will be torn off and eaten because Brock Lesnar likes brains. And uh, Rollins uh, says, uh, look, I went to Suplex City. I went to Suplex City, and I burnt that son of a bitch to the ground. You can't scare me. I'm Seth Rollins, and I've got the authority, and I've got leather pants. You can't <laughs> You know, You know what, Alex? Sorry to cut you off. But you, you, you have the perfect weasel voice for Seth Rollins. I wish I could be in the... the, He's got leather pants, Brock. Fuck it, we gotta go. (laughs) He's got leather pants. We can't win. He's like Jim Morrison. Fuck it. We can't win against that shit. No, he's like Jim Morrison. Fuck. It's like, hell, that's why the federal government can never get Michael Jackson. He has leather pants. He just gets away with everything. He's the same way. You gotta get the fuck out of here. Sorry, Brock. Suplex City, we're closing the show down. Yeah. (laughs) Leather pants. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Heyman says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that car that my client F5'd into oblivion, that is what Seth Rollins will look like uh, at the end of the pay-per-view. Which, by the way, at the beginning of the show, he actually backed the car into the arena. It's been destroyed even more since we last saw it. And, uh, and Seth Rollins just has this childish retort where he's just like, No! That's gonna be that's gonna be Brock Lesnar, not me. I'm gonna be that Brock Lesnar. That's what he's gonna look like. <laughs> I've got leather pants, <laughs> and I look like an X Man. <laughs> anyway, tonight's main event will be a champion versus champion match featuring WWE Intercontinental Champion The Ryback facing WWE World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins. The big guy. The big guy. And uh, we're also going to have Big Show and Roman Reigns. Uh, Why? (laughs) How many times have they faced off? This has got to be like, this has to be like nine. A thousand times. Fuck. Uh, Dean Ambrose music hits. So we got Dean for the first match. And we go to commercial, come back, and it's Bo Dallas that he's fighting. Aww. <laughs> and, and, of course, Bo gets on the mic, and he's like, Look, Ambrose, it's okay. I know you've been trying to get the title for, like, three and a half years and never come close, but, but I can inspire you just like I inspired The Rock when he rock-bottomed me and gave me the people's elbow. I can inspire you too. All you have to do is believe. <laughs> so he has a match with Ambrose. This uh, Bo actually does a couple of new moves. Shows that he's not a one-trick pony. He still loses. Uh, Dean Ambrose uh, beats him, obviously. Um, uh, it was alright. It's like, you know, three, three out of five, I guess. Maybe two. What couple of new moves did Bo do 
I don't remember anymore. Okay. <laughs> Drop kick or something. Ow. I just remember seeing something that I didn't see before. To be Reaction honest, lock? I have, I, like I, remember how I mentioned that, the whole CPAP thing. I've been sleeping a lot, I and so I don't remember a lot of shit the way I should because I'm passing out at the beginning of the show. Which You, you know, know what I would like to see in the... That is uh, a bad thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, would you some couple of wrestlers would do? I would like to see a stress. Uh, what do you call it? The Florida Keys and uh, stretch jacket suplex. <laughs> yeah, you're never gonna fucking see that. Oh shit! Yeah, you're never for it. I was hoping. I was praying to the higher man upstairs that let me see one straight jacket suplex those, or a few, those of you that know, just look. Go to YouTube. Look up mischief. That's that's all. <laughs> That's all. Continue, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um... We're gonna have Randy Orton later tonight. Yay. Yay! Who got, got engaged, by the way? Hmm? Who got engaged, by the way? Well, oh, yeah, with, uh, JoJo. I don't know if it's JoJo, because... Isn't, isn't she like a black chick or something? No? I, again, I don't know. The, the, the Instagram photos... The Instagram photo showed a picture of a ring, and she's all, yes, and shit. And I go, that doesn't look like JoJo's hand. Or <laughs> the name of the person that Instagram didn't look like, I, I don't know. I know we just got engaged, so. Okay. Yay. So he's probably getting married for the second time. Yeah. yeah. Wait up. Hope he got a prenup. Uh, we got Seth Rollins backstage. And Big Show walks in, and uh, Big Show's like, Hey, hey, you need help with that uh, Brock Lesnar? You need help with him? And, uh, Nah, man, I got it, I got it. Look, I can handle this all by myself. But, I mean, hey, hey, if you, I mean, do you want to help? Because you could, I mean, we could do this together. We could go to Suplex City, have a few drinks, and burn that son of a bitch to the ground. And uh, he's like, no, no, man, no, I just want to make sure you got the right head on your shoulders or some stupid analogy, I don't know, um, analogy. I'm <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking five. Um, hey, analogy. Oh, God. Um, he want, they're having a match, he's trying to keep him. He's like, he's like, look, you need to, you need to have your match with Ryback and be, be all you can be, so that when I have to fight Ryback uh, at Battleground, I'll whoop his ass. Um, anyway, we got the footage of Rusev and Ziggler and all that shit, and then Rusev's music hits, and he comes to the ring wearing shoes, and uh, other than that, his outfit's identical. Well, he's wearing a ponytail now instead of wearing his hair down. But he's wearing these little tiny short boots. Is he healed now, so... He's been a heel. No, is he healed from his injury in the foot, I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I thought you were going to say he's a heel now. It's like... No, 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 I said, is he he healed? (laughs) Yeah. Um, He had a match (laughs) with... uh, with Fandango. Now, what was interesting was that this match was actually decent. 
because Fandango was doing moves I didn't know he knew how to do, like Hurricane Rana's and jumping off the ropes and. What? Yeah. He probably didn't even know he could do it. Yeah. No. And it, it wasn't was surprised. even, it it was wasn't surprised. even highlighted. It wasn't even. It was like it was no big deal. It was just like, oh, well, there's Fandango, and he's sitting here doing moves I've never seen him do before. Rusev won. He kicked him in the face, put him in the uh, accolade, and uh, Fandango tapped instantly. He crushed. <laughs> By the way, I gotta say, uh, when Rusev said he was going to eat Ziggler's intestines or whatever the other, <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I don't remember exactly how it went, uh, but it was like he's like, "I'm going to tell you what half. I'm going to rip your head off. I'm going to grab your intestines and eat them and hang them across the lawn. You son of a bitch!" Oh shit. And then, and then, for dessert, I, I'm going to cut off your testicles and barbecue them. Barbecue testicles. God damn. <laughs> I reckon yeah. you're in the strange part of city here. Uh, <laughs> I was just following your lead, man. Yeah, I know. That's some fucked you, up you, lead, you, man. You, you, yeah, I fucked up. But you do so fucking funny, awesome... Rusev impression, so he, he really shouts with in, with intense anger when he talks. He's like, it's because he's foreign. He's <laughs> but I don't, I don't shout or get angry. You're, you're, so. not, a, you're not a wrestler, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were a wrestler, that's what you'd sound like. Yeah, the sweet, the Swedish wrestler. Yeah, I, I could I could get away with cursing on TV in Swedish. You wouldn't know what the fuck you were saying, so... <laughs> yeah, I could say whatever I want. I could say... Yeah. Somebody <laughs> you would pick it up, and then they'd write an <laughs> <Yeah>. angry letter. <laughs> someone, someone would translate it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, we're going to have uh, Big Show versus Roman Reigns. I don't remember what happened, because I think I was asleep. And... <laughs> That's not the show's fault, or maybe it was. I don't know. Um, because you've seen that match a thousand no times. I'm starting to remember. Uh, I think it was near the end. Yeah, Bray got involved in a in a strange way. We heard the thing, and then and then uh, we had uh, fake Bray coming down the front, and he's like, man. I know you ain't the real Bray. I ain't coming after that. And then the real Bray shows up behind him, and he tries to attack him. But Roman Reigns is like, nuh-uh! Punches him in the face, knocks him down, beats Big Show. Um, it was actually more like a disqualification because uh, Bray eventually did get his hand. You know what would be creepy if they did but they couldn't they can't do it do it now because of the, the whole <coughs> subway and uh, that guy... <laughs> But it would it would be creepy if they had like two little chairs and one little tea table or coffee table and two small cups, you know, made for kids. <laughs> that would be creepy. <laughs> and some pictures of his daughter. He actually already did that. Oh. Yeah, I know that, but but it would be awesome if they did it again. But they cannot do it do this now because of the <clears throat> well, pending you know, damage controls. <laughs> Yeah, they were in damage control. <laughs> they had uh, Titus O'Neil versus Biggie Langston, and uh, Titus O'Neil's a strong motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he's been getting over as, as a motherfucker, Titus yeah. O'Neil. I'm I'm cool with that. Titus O'Neil's a cool guy. Uh, I think he's uh, he's a hell of an entertainer. Um, or he's going to be anyway. Yeah, he's good on the mic. It's it's not. I mean, it's not the best, but he's good on the mic. He's yeah. better than Roman Reigns. Roman Roman's uh, he's not as awful as he was. I think he took some. Promo lessons with Paul Heyman. Oh, the dream, baby. Yeah. Um, there was a promo for 2K16 with Stone Cold Steve Austin as the cover. Don't mention Bill Sasso. Fuck you up. Fucking. You, what, Stone, Stone, Stone Cold and Stone Cold and Bill Sasso used to be good friends, but now they are not good friends anymore. Because Steve Austin, he appeared on Mad TV before when he did, uh, Will Salso did his impersonation of, uh, have you seen that, Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. 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 <clears throat> he had his ex-wife Deborah with him. <clears throat> oh, con- continue on, my man. Well, it sounds like Randy Orton had a pretty cool promo with Seamus. It's a shame I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's because of Orton. And it's like, huh. I'll have to go back and watch that. Apparently, he talks shit about his mohawk and some other stuff, and he said, I've been here for 13 years. Go fuck yourself, Seamus. Uh, and uh, Seamus went, Fella, 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 hey, fella, hey. And uh, we got the Bellas music, commercial break. Bellas have a match with Alicia Fox uh, against Naomi and Tamina. Or, no, it was Brie Bella and Alicia Fox versus Naomi and Tamina. Uh, Brie and Alicia win, of course. Yeah. Um, then we got uh, Ryback's music hitting. Ryback comes out. Um, and then Seth Rollins' music. Seth comes out. They had a decent match. Um, Ryback did the, did the delayed vertical suplex forever again. Uh, <laughs> fuck! I hate that. Fuck! You know, when all the blood rushes back to your head when you're doing that. That's fuck. Oh man, that's. Oh. <laughs> uh, the cool thing here was uh, eventually Seth Rollins was like, you know, I I've had it. Fuck right back. <laughs> So Ryback's like, no, bullshit, feed me more. <laughs> he chases him. He's like, where are you going? <laughs> and he's like, nah, no. So he tries to chase him into the crowd. He can't, he can't keep up with him. He gets back in the ring, wins by count out. Um, uh, I feel like, yeah, eventually Big Show comes out and starts beating him up. Um, Seth comes back out and starts beating him up. Roman Reigns comes out. Um, he's like, hey, fuck y'all, I'm Roman Reigns. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and, uh, What's that? <laughs> that's, 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 I, I don't, I, I think that's the sound Scrappy-Doo makes before he says puppy power. Alright. <laughs> wow, you are comparing well, Roman Reigns to fucking Scrappy-Doo. Oh. <laughs> Sounds about right, but. 
Uh, I like Roman Reigns, though. I don't like Scrappy-Doo. He's a son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the good guys clear the ring. Bad guys get their asses kicked. And they uh, ride back chance, feed me more until the, they fade to black. Hmm. That's SmackDown. Alright, well... Sounds like a show, all right. Battleground oh, I, is. I heard somewhere. I heard somewhere that that uh, Tyler Black or Colby, what his real name is, uh, Seth Rollins. He's a re- he's a real good guy outside of it. I'm sure he is, but you know. You mean? Uh, I mean, almost all the heels are the nice people outside. I'm sure he's you know, a nice individual, but right now he's wearing leather pants. That's going to do it all for this week's episode of Beyond the Mat. Hopefully everyone will subscribe, like our Facebook page as we have updates. I'm going to try to do updates every two days just to engage all you people. Uh, fan what? Fan mail. Uh, yeah, we haven't got no fan mail. We just got people saying that they enjoyed the Beast of the East pay-per-view, and that's essentially it. Right, uh, I'm a... I'm a I'm after that with my own jokes and blah blah blah. Yes, and I'm a jaded fuck. Uh, yeah. We'll see you all next week. Have a good weekend. Battleground is in, I think, a week and a half or some shit. Uh, we will see you next week. And by the way, this is not sponsored by Subway. So, <laughs> have a five foot. <laughs> yeah. Have a foot long sub. 